Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect the things that make you you. So whether you listen to music on a vinyl record player or prefer to riff on your electric guitar, design your own renter's policy with the American Family Insurance renter's tool today. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fuck with, you know. Daladee Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win, or you pay to see me lose, you're gonna pay. Fuck it, your kids still gotta eat. I don't have to watch, you know, any footage of a fighter. I mean, because I'm Floyd Mayweather, everybody gotta watch me. I knew eventually I was gonna have to fight Oscar. I feel like um, I feel like he was straight up and down, no really no special effects. Boxingwoods.com. How can Canelo have the biggest deal? Your, your deal is for 300 million, and I made I made 350 million just in one fight. And you're fighting on the app. Boxingwoods.com. I'm a king, okay? I eat a feast. When every time I eat, I eat a feast. And when I get up from the table, I don't give a fuck who get the leftovers. At the end of the day, follow my green print. Dolly Beyonce Productions. Boxingwoods.com. Welcome back, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another great Sunday evening because we got some great boxing to talk. I know Mario's favorite fighter got an explosive knockout. One of my guys, I ain't going to say he's my favorite fighter, but definitely someone that I root for and I want to see win like DJ Khaled. He got an explosive highlight reel, sports center. I mean, wherever the fucking hot shit is, Gabe is at right now. Shout out to Yo, Rosado. how much money did you make? I didn't make any money. You know, 10, I, didn't bet. I didn't bet. 20. No, you didn't bet on your boy. You told us all he was gonna win. Well, I damn, do live in damn. Florida, champ. I do live in Florida. It's a little more oh, that's difficult. Right. My bad, my bad. A little more difficult, but shout out to the community, man. Everybody that made money off my bird. Shout out to everybody, man. They a lot of people me. made some for real dough on that. Somebody me, on Twitter had like a uh, before five or before six. I forgot what it was, but it Damn. was a parlay. Somebody picked so a knockout before bigger. the six. Wow, that was brilliant. Yeah, bro. On Rosado, like that's the thing you got to understand. It wasn't? Oh wait, you know what? 
I'm tripping. It might have just been it, it, it ended before round six, but they had a parlay going, so it was like a lot of money they made. But yeah, man, yeah, man, that was that money. was big time, bro. It was just good to see somebody. You know, since we started this show, Gabe's been TBV fam. You know, for life, he's a good dude. Always gave us interviews. Always, you know, he's just cool, man. He's cool. Enrique said it one time. He's just a cool dude, and uh, it's good to see. It's good to see good things happen to cool people. You know what I'm saying? Word. But it also, was, it's it kind of like, yo, I'm starting to question these Uzbekistan prospects that my man's got cooking Pro- up in California, dog. Is that like, everybody is, like, waiting for the next Triple G, man, and it's just not that easy. It's not, like us waiting easy. for Floyd. And that's the thing. Like, Floyd only came once in a generation. Triple G or the next one, that's going to come once in a generation as long as these dudes is, is waving a fucking Ukrainian flag on Uzbekistan flag, they jump right on them and they start calling them the next monster. What rep well, it with the because super they have so chat. much success in amateurs. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What rep it with the super chat sent me $20. He said, your share of the gay Brazada win. Campeon. Campeon. You Damn, the campeon. like that? You the campeon. Yo, he made, he made like 200 and something, bro. He put a $20 parlay on guess who? Gabe. On Gabe Rosado and woo, the most electrifying welterweight in the freaking game. Yo, he got a nice win yesterday. A straight entertainer. He came out in the dopest WWF 90s era Macho Man Randy Savage jacket. Like, that was the before, you know, King Savage and before and after NWO Savage. You know, or vice versa, whatever. This man came out, and then he leaves the ring with Shawn Michaels' theme song, mm. dancing like Shawn Michaels. Even like, his interviews are, not, are, are WWE. Even, yes, yes, his interviews are WWE. He came out to the Ric Flair, that boom, 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 boom. Yo, that shit had me hype. But the Shawn Michaels thing, like that was crazy. I mean, the lyrics to that thing, first of all, to have to want to either walk out the ring or exit the ring with that song. Like, that's just crazy. It's literally, I'm not your sexy boy, just repeated over and over. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. That man is a born entertainer. He is, man. And he fought, you know, we thought Blair was, like, flawed. And I'm not saying that he didn't show technical flaws and, and some holes, but I thought Brad Solomon would give him more trouble. I thought Brad Solomon was this slick boxer. My man has become one of the only two people in in the history of boxing to knock out Brad Solomon. So shout out to my guys coming up big. But I mean, man, you you always with the proper podcast etiquette. He he waits till everyone's absolutely done with their sentence. What's going on, man? Talk to us. Otherwise, you're not as rude as Nessia. Nah, man. I'm just trying to make sure everybody get their words in. You dig? Um, A lot of great action to cover yesterday. A lot of, um, you know, surprises with the, uh, you know, he's doing a live fight chat with the Rosado. Uh, now you got to talk against him and Mungia, not Mario, Jaime, right? So, uh, uh-huh. you know. yeah, that, yeah, that's gonna nah. be interesting, was- man. But uh, let, let's let's take it from the top. What do we got on the on on take on, it from on the top? On we the notes, the we're going straight first. into Jamal Charlo. And um, this is the only card 
on this fight. Well, this is the only fight on this card that I've seen. I didn't see the undercard with, with uh, Cruz, uh, Gonzalez Cruz or whatever. But um, I guess I'll stir the pot right up. Whoa. Munguia knocked this dude out in what? Two? Four? And he knocked him out cold. Like, like cold. They had to roll him over. Did y'all know that? Should I pull up the clip? Did y'all know that? Yeah, I like, did know that. Y'all yes. Yeah, acting like I lost service here. Yeah, it was no, a second no, no. round knockout. You seen him? He, he had it in the air. He had it in the air like Jersey Girls back in the day. Yeah. The <laughs> had it tooted up, baby. That was that face down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. <laughs> we got you. We got you. <laughs> yeah, man. It was. Uh, it was a little strange. Now, now look. You know, my good friend Boxing Sweet Science said it on his Instagram. We complain that we want knockouts. Then we complain when the fighter tries to get the knockout and doesn't get it. So, like, I guess we really need to learn what we're complaining about because Charlo did go for the knockout. And he Definitely. did hurt his hand. Um, it could be seen on a thumbnail. It's really swollen. Uh, as you can see, the top box on the left, you can see the difference in his right and his left hand. And it's his right hand that is swollen, which is his moneymaker, right? It's the one that he would get yeah. the knockout with. So a lot of people, you know, wondering why didn't he get the knockout? That's one of the reasons. Now, many people didn't care when Haney's hand was hurt. So I, I'm going to see, does the energy change now because it's Charlo? And is it like, yo, bro, his hand was hurt, bro? But when Ganey fought, Haney fought Gamboa, it's like, oh, he can't punch. So just want to see, check the temperatures, see how things are. Listen, I think for all fighters, man, I think it, for all fans, man, we got to stop getting it out of our heads that this other guy in the ring, just because we haven't heard of him, he's supposed to get knocked out. He's a man. He's a live body. And he came in there, regardless of what they paid, he ain't going down unless they paid him generous. And, I, and I'm being funny, but truthfully, we can't keep saying what someone is supposed to do. Now, granted, we can we can insist on what we would like for our viewing pleasure. But Charlo, I'm not saying he hurt his hand trying to knock the man out, but this is what happens. I, I want to bring up uh, Adonis Stevenson because I think part of what well, where he lost his luster is everybody wanted him to be the knockout puncher. Look what just happened to Elvis. Stop getting drunk off of knockout power. That's what makes knockout fighters special that's what makes a wilder special guys stop fiending for knockouts everybody ain't got that photo it don't work like that man i'm saying though man, nah, you any, right anybody that's upset i'm with you because this dude got a draw with centennial was knocked out by munguia i see here's to the great american settlers the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills of course there is something else you could do if you got something to say Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami. Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana. 
Taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Charlo Protectors talking about, oh, it was at a lower weight. Um, doesn't matter. You know, Charlo's, yeah, I don't, Charlo's I don't big Charlo. I don't see what Charlo. that has to do with anything. But listen, um... What I mean saying is absolutely true. You know, Troy said it too the other the other day, something about like, um, you know, fighters go through these moments where they develop, right? And it's like you might have like one or two things you do well, but it isn't until, you know, you really get quality experience in the ring that you're able to put it all together. Now, that's not really the case for a Jamal, and that's for me why it felt flat. I, in my opinion, Jamal is either right now or on the cusp of being one of the premier fighters, American fighters on the planet. He is very close to a big time fight that I think he has a chance in. You know, he's one of the few people that I actually give a shot against Canelo and the Triple G's of the world. But you're not going to put yourself on that plateau. Unless you're knocking guys out, unless every time that you get the opportunity to grace the screen, because fighters don't have 164 games like MLB players, they don't have to, they don't get to play every week for 17, 18 weeks like NFL players. They have one, two opportunities at the highest level to showcase what they're able to do each and every time out. And falling flat on the Mayweather stuff, which I, you know, never was surprised that that fight went like that, but because of those detractors, that we're getting in the commercial market. It's these moments these guys have to step up like a tank who absolutely ran through his opponent. And now guess what? He's set up to fight a Hispanic fighter from Texas, you know, for another belt. And it's, you know, I'm not saying it's an easy fight. It's not, but it's definitely a winnable fight. It's definitely a fight that he can make history with. It's definitely a bigger stage, bigger Ah, platform. And that's what Jamal's fighting for every time out. Shout out to you for bringing up Tank, bro. I watched his All Access. That was pretty sweet, as uh, our good friend in Buffalo Falls would say. Uh, that was pretty sweet. Um, they did a good job with the All Access, introducing his mother, introducing his brother, letting us know that his mom lost custody uh, for leaving the kids at home. You know, just letting you into his life a little bit more. You know, uh, shout out to Coach Calvin Ford, you know, helping move the story along, being kind of like a narrator and a mouthpiece throughout that episode, you know. Um, so, yeah, man, happy you brought that up so that I could plug that because it was a good all-access. Uh, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for the fight. Uh, I even plan on going now i think i'm going um i'll find out this week i might be in fight week wednesday in atlanta mm. all right nice. but going, going back to going back to charlo a bit man i, I think well real <coughs> so, quick i mean let me just get this super chat off from mad bet 100 in kansas city who says dog bay win no robbery as ness mm-hmm. used to say where's your scorecard dog bay rounds one Four, six, and seven. Sounds like he lost on your scorecard, champ. If it's not a win, it's a robbery. I mean, I don't know, but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna jump the line. We are gonna get the dog bay. I actually watched that fight. Shout out the blue nose. Uh, but go ahead. I mean, yo. So I'm just asking because when Charlo's coming in there now, I, I'm asking you guys. School me. Montiel was a mandatory. 
Uh, no, he was next in line because everybody. Yeah, he was the highest that he could have fought. Everybody said no, so they kept going down the line until they got to the person that said yes, and his name is Montiel. And they got Montiel, right? So I'm just saying, he was supposed to knock out Derevianchenko and Monty. He's supposed to knock everybody out, or is he supposed to just win and wait till he get that big fight? Because Triple G, forget about Canelo for a second. I want people to stop putting him in there against Canelo. Because nobody had any issue when Triple G would not move up and he hung around middleweight. And I said it most famously, you cannot be pound for pound if you're not moving the pound. Nobody had an issue with Triple G doing it. But now Charlo want to clean out the division and fight the guy that stood around trying to clean out the division. And we take umbrage with that as fans. I'm just kind of scratching my head. See, but that's the thing for me. I don't take umbrage with who he was in there with. Like, I I never... Is it a fight that moved the needle for me? Of course not. Was I really looking forward to it? Of course not. But of course not, I don't blame Jamal. He wants, you know, he'll take the guy that is in Japan fighting. He doesn't care. He wants the best. I believe that. It's not that I'm pointing my finger and saying you did something bad or you did something wrong. To be honest with you, he showed a lot of grit in that. He he bared down in that. And he tried to put this guy away multiple times and damn near came close in the fifth and sixth rounds. It's not the performance. It's the aftermath. It's the what exclamation point did you put on the night? Anoe, and we're not jumping the line. I'm just giving you an example, was built as the monster and delivered as a monster. And so that's the only point. I, I it's Again, it's not that I'm pointing the finger and trying to criticize. It's more of I wish – Maul had gotten the knockout because I feel like it just inches him closer and closer to, you know, a very, very, uh, I, you know, just don't want us, I just don't want us to move the goalposts because again, the, the goal is triple G. It's not Canelo. Canelo is, is the bag fight. Canelo's the legacy fight. The goalpost sure. 160 cleaning out the division is triple G. If Munguia wants to jump in the mix, Jaime, that is. Wants to jump in the mix, that's cool. But let's, I just, for me, I think the position should be clear. And I'm glad that he said it. I want Triple G. If anybody want to move down to fight me, that's the way he should approach it. And I think he should sure. stand on that, clearly. Uh, here, here's, here's the problem, right? For me, before l- last night, there was nothing in my mind that thought that Jamal Charlo and the name Jaime Munguia belonged anywhere near each other in terms of level of competition. And I still don't. I think Jamal smokes him. But the idea, the narrative has gotten so much closer because after a night that Munguia produces on a night that Maul produces, it's like now that fight seems like in fight fans like, oh, I want it. I mean, so many people on Twitter are like, oh, you know, I, I would love to see Munguia Charlo. Oh, Charlo's right for the picking for Munguia. I'm like, what the fuck? Like y'all are watching, y'all are basing y'all's opinion on the last 48 hours, not the entire career of these two men. Nah, but again, it's that moment. Not even the last 48, because if we go based off both their last performances, Charlo still looked better than Munguia. Uh, 100%. Munguia took shots from uh, Schmerlta, and maybe you think Schmerlta's a better fighter than Montiel. That really doesn't matter because Montiel's at least the bigger puncher. And And it's debatable either way. And Schmerlta landed so many punches on Jaime that you would have to assume the more talented Charlo would do. So... It's still a good fight. What the what, what yesterday showed me is that 
Charlo is still the favorite in most of his fights, but it's not guaranteed. Um, Juan Manuel Matisse put hands on him. His eye is shut. His hand is swollen badly. He doesn't have the power of Jaime or Triple G. Um, you know, that's why these fights have to be fought. You know, sometimes we think like, oh, you know, he's going to beat him. So many complained about Yeardom, but this is the difference. This is what I'm trying to tell you about levels. Like, Canelo ain't going there with Yeardom, and it ain't look like this. But I'll tell you what I did see yesterday. I seen Juan land a double left hook on Charlo. He brought it downstairs, brought it upstairs. Whose favorite move is that? Whose specialty is that? Whose fucking special power is that, man? Like, you not... If you like... Dude's asking for the payday. Do you really think you can win or do you just want to win that 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 Willy Wonka ticket? Because there's some stuff to work on. There's definitely some stuff to work on. That's the beauty of that fight. That's the one I want. I Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I know I talked for a lot. I know I talked a lot. I'm telling you right now, based off yesterday, I guarantee you we don't get the boo-boo fight. Because they're sacrificing each other and then one will get the Canelo fight. In their minds, in their in their management minds, in their advisors' minds, they're like, fuck it. If we keep them separate, they each got an opportunity because they each got a belt. They're each undefeated. Mm. We bring them together. And they, they don't. Bro, we don't even know. Yo, and, Based and, off and, yesterday, oh I don't God. even know if Charlo could beat Andre anymore. Yo, and, and by the way, I, I don't want to turn this into a, a thing where we argue at all. But it's worth the kind of shame on you because it's like you know that that's the case. And I agree 100%. Right, you have predicted. I think the future that that fight doesn't happen. But then it's like you're always like hyping these guys up, and then we have like on the other side, Anoe ready to fight the winner of Casemiro and Donaire after what's happened and after what transpired. These guys are fighting the best fights they can get, and yet here we have Boo Boo and Charlo, a fight that makes so much sense for so many reasons that would produce the most legitimate contender to Canelo's crown and yet that fight's probably not going to happen and it's a fucking bummer dude but Mario one reason one reason we can say at least with the Charlos and I can project this they're not afraid to let their O's go oh not at all so so that being said I think other than feeling like a sense of readiness which I don't I don't sense that they they have doubt in their character but you know, that's the only reason why they wouldn't take the fight. They're not afraid. Like, again, the Canelo fight don't make sense right now. Clean out 160. And guess what? If, uh, if, if shit, if Gabe Rosado is at 160 with his Continental, let's do it. If Boo Boo's at 160, let's do it. Again, Triple G, when somebody dig his old ass up and, and do whatever they want to do, let's do it. Once there's play, and it should, Mongi, it should be this much competition at 160 and it should look like each yes. guy is beatable because otherwise we'd be saying well now he got to move up and fight canelo so it should look like this and that's we a saw good ass point what we should have saw yesterday bro no that's a good ass point there's so much comp and so many good fighters in that division from golovkin to the to charlo to uh, Andre, you know, even even uh, Rayota's there still, you know, one of the best. Yeah, but um, is he gonna get those? Answers. Is he gonna get those guys, Mario? I think that the best thing out of yesterday, and if Jamal, if you're listening, you know, don't don't get mad again like you did for the Trout fight. You got the win. 
And look at it this way. Your vulnerability maybe gets you the fight. Possibly That's gets you the fight. That's what they used to fight. say for Triple G. That was the and listen, they he shouldn't take that as a sign of disrespect. Like the no, folklore of Triple G was so strong that even when he was getting hit, people were saying he's letting that guy hit him so that he can convince Cotto, Sergio Martinez, Canelo to get in the ring with him. Yeah. Like that that's how crazy that shit got. So for them to say that about Maul. That's not bad company. And, and remember, listen, vulner, vulnerability, vulnerability definitely wins you with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? And then boxing, and sure. they score you that bag. And remember, uh, Callum Smith got the fight after Ryder exposed them. So you know, you sometimes when you get undressed, you get the, you get the fight you want. It just doesn't mm. doesn't mean you can win. Boston Jarrett Super Chat says if Montiel was killing himself to make 147. It could have affected his punch resistance. However, Charlo punching is not the same off his back foot. What the hell would you mean killing himself to make one? I don't get it. Killing, yeah, that he doesn't make sense. Fight, Yo, he didn't even fight his last fight at forty-seven. Why are we talking about that? <laughs> Yo, listen. The last thing I'm gonna say about this is I was in Houston last night, uh, not for the fight. Uh, I went to go watch the Astros play, and uh, it was right next to the Toyota Center. So. I got out a little before everybody else, so everybody's getting back to the hotel. A couple of the fighters, you know, of course, I, I, Ness has uh, inspired me to start covering a little more. So, of course, I broke out the phone, see what I could get. Yo, I interviewed probably like a dozen girls, all like relatively young, between 22 to 25, somewhere around there, right? And um, it was so crazy how when I would ask them about the fight or whatever, they wouldn't talk about Maul like he was the heart thought it was like mel was like the cute one and i'm like they're twins like i don't get it but they were all very very Bro, confident in their opinion that mel was the hot one and i'm like yo i can't i mean i can tell them different well, now sex but sex appeal is always is is also character and personality how you carry yourself sure. how you carry yourself can make you sexy that's why some fat girls are sexy because they like they wear sexy on them it don't it don't got to be they figure um but Word. But since we brought up Mel, <coughs> Mel out here wilding, man. And you know, I know I it's tongue in cheek. I know it's tongue in cheek, but this is why these these dudes, um, um, this is why these dudes need uh, need 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 like um, publicists, man. Because, publicity yeah, training, bro. Yeah. yeah, publicity training, publicists, you know. Pre-written statements. Like, listen, we know they're going to ask you about Deontay Wilder. We want you to say this. Well, okay. Why don't you give a little short, short explanation of what you're talking about well, for people I, that don't know. So, um, Jamel Charlo must have been on PBC's Live when Deontay Wilder was being interviewed by Ray Flores, the announcer on PBC. And something happened. Wilder said something about race. Charlo was in the comment section said, there's no race in boxing. And mm -hmm. uh, Fred later interviewed Deontay Wilder. Wilder expressed how he felt about Jamel and said that he deserves to be smacked. Um, so obviously someone interviewed Jamel and said, did you hear that, you know, obviously Wilder said that you deserve to be smacked. And he said, man, I'm ready to go to jail. I'll smoke his ass. And He's, I'm just... He said, I have men right now ready to go to jail. Oh, he said, I have men? He said, I have men right now ready to go to jail I over sworn, that man. You sure, champ? 
because I could have sworn he I'm said, like I'm ready to go to jail drive. right now. I said, Listen, I did, I, the first I thing I said was Houston, like, really? I'm like, what did I miss? And that was the thing that was everywhere. I didn't think you were going to want to talk about it. That's why I didn't put it in the notes. But, um, I, I mean, well, I'm cool talking about it. Yo, he, he, and this is the second time he's done this. And listen this to me, let me just tell you this. the second time he's referenced gunplay when well, being interviewed you. about let another fight. Let me just fighter. tell you how it is. Let me is, just is tell you. Both men, is, is, let me just say this. Both men have, yeah. have an arsenal. Of guns. That's what I was going to ask. Both, I thought Mel both was the men. G wagon. I just you know want I mean? y'all to know. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> yo, I mean, you right. Dog, you right, dog. Both men. Yo, Amin always catches. Yo, Amin sharp as hell, dog. Both men have an arsenal in their homes. Okay, and uh, I mean Wilder. Okay, for anyone who thinks she's sweet, Wilder has a gun range. Okay, he has two twin gold plated. Desert Eagles. Those are the little guns. You call them so, Jamel and Jamal? I'm playing. I'm playing. So, Yo, so I fun. know I know we showed Jamel one day with a, with, a, with with something very big in his G5 like Mario said, but 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 these guys need to we chill. We, we yeah, they need to chill, chill and understand that freedom is is such a beautiful thing and being able to provide for your family Amen. the way the way that they are that doesn't happen. Many Facts. times in life, like, Facts. are you gonna get another chance to be Jamel Charlo, the superstar, Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber, if this gets out of hand? Because Jacobs and Jamal walked up on each other. However, you perceive what happened, they seen each other. There was a confrontation. So to sure. assume that Jamel and 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 Wilder won't see each other, you would be making an ass out of yourself by assuming. To assume. If you're Jamel, and I know you don't need my advice, who am I with my little YouTube channel? But let me tell you, <laughs> pick up the phone, call Billy, and ask Billy, should you walk up on Wilder? If your energy ain't on the same page, don't walk up on Wilder unless you're walking up on Wilder to walk up on Wilder. I'm just saying. Ask Billy. So, you know, these dudes ain't, you know, neither one ought to be played with. Remember, boxing is an inner city sport. Then you give these men millions of dollars to buy all their heart's desire. You got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. Yeah. I want them Word. to both keep boxing. I want Jamel to see Undisputed, you know. And, uh, you know, they need to just bury the hatchet. Jamel, who suffered a loss. I guess that's why another reason, too. Maybe he's looking at it like, motherfucker, I went through what you went through. They robbed me. And I ain't taking it as mm. bad as you. So he might feel like I am qualified to speak on this matter. Mm. Those okay. fighters might feel like we not qualified. But listen, I, I'm listen, I'm not qualified to speak on a beef between two black American fighters about how race is involved in everyday life, but specifically that of boxing. At the same time, I think I'm very, I think I'm wise enough to say that regardless of what the beef is, that talk, it leads to nowhere good. Because even if it's, you know, done in jest, you know, I, I mean, how many black men in America involved in entertainment do we see hemmed up, you know, based off of lyrics, based off of like, you don't want to give these people any room to even, you know what I mean, have your name in their mouths as a question of some 
thing that didn't you know what I mean like doesn't even involve you but to to open that window to something else and here's the other thing like if you were any kind of person with any kind of logic how do you not respect the man more that does the job with his hands than he does with a gun a gun is always going to be to me for self-defense it's you know the thing that you go to yeah, as a last but, resort but, if you're but with male, the man with the hands beating dudes with the with his champ, hands owning champ, dudes with his champ. hands like that's the badass right but there that, mike tyson was the baddest man on the planet because he was beating the shit out of dudes but actually he was killing but like champ, yeah, people with guns but champ but champ you got to come back down to earth you got to understand that these are two boxes and the one that is said what he said he understands weight classes he's a fighter if, I'm sure if Wilder was his size, he wouldn't be talking about guns, but he understands weight classes. Like, come on, you can't say, oh, you know, bad men use their hand. Like, bro, he's not Wilder's size. The best thing he could do is sneak Wilder. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> then what? You know what I'm saying? I know Ness pulled that yo, trick on the, yo, on you, the park You someday. see Wilder and his back turn and shit. He all talking just, to Chris blah. or doing an interview and you coming... <laughs> And you just fucking give him your best. Go, boom. And ear hole him. And, and what? What oh, happens? Man. What happens if you don't sleep his ass? If you what don't happens, sleep him, then you don't. What happens cease. if you? You better hope you at least drop him so that you could be like, yeah, yeah, and start backpedaling about it. Yo, it's a lose. Yeah. Lose, you know man. what they could do? You know, both of them could do. Both of them could do. They could wake up right, or even at nighttime, go in the bedrooms, look at their kids. Look over their balconies, look in their pool, go look in their garage with all them fucking cars and go sit down somewhere. Well, man, you, you're a good <laughs> man for saying that. You're a good. Oh, by the way, happy Father's Day to both of y'all. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Thank you, uh, thank you. Happy thank Father's you. Day to my dad. We got my Jean uh, bringing us back like to. a good father. We got my Jean bringing us back to reality. Says, uh, Jamal destroys Boo Boo. Thumbs down, thumb down emoji. Four rounds max. He's horrible. He's a horrible fighter. Canelo voice. Jamal destroys Boo Boo. You're tripping. He's a you're horrible, tripping. Horrible Yo, you're fight. tripping, man. After yesterday, you seriously tripping, man. What? Didn't Montiel have some of his best success from the Southpaw stance? He did. Fuck he is, did. Fuck is my Jimbe Especially watching? when they were at a specific range. What is my Jimbe watching? You, so you got to factor in. Even if you think Boo Boo's wild, like I've been saying for years, you still got to factor in he's undefeated. He and you got to factor in the sense that that awkwardness is exactly why Montiel was successful at times. Yeah. Like, it was exactly his awkwardness. Mario. You know what I mean? So, mm. that's a good-ass fight. I don't care what nobody say. That's a good-ass fight. And the one that could beat the other one is the one that I think has the best shot at beating Canelo at everybody. Having the best shot at beating Canelo Crown one day. I just hope that the, the vulnerability that he showed gets him some fights and we get some things announced. Mad Bet 100 at Kansas City comes back and says, Ness can't add Dog Bay. One through four, six oh, one and seven. Four. Yeah, he ain't had that hyphen there before. Yeah, get you, thought it, you said it was one, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He ain't had that hyphen there. I thought Dog Bay won too. Dog... I didn't. Word? Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought he won. Oh, I had him up. Oh, y'all tripping, man. Uh-oh. I smell a lot. I smell Bruh. a uh That dude reek. was getting hurt with every uppercut, man. No, every uppercut and, and, and straight right that was fully extended, Dog Bay was on straight up Bambi legs. Well, Lopez got to do a better job of not getting hit. You can't, yes. just get, you can't just hit the other guy harder. And it's like, yo, we both hit each other, and then I hit you harder, but I'm going to keep getting hit. Dog Bay was hitting Bruh, him but too. His acti- okay, okay. So let's agree that they both was hitting each other. But one was landing more. 
Simple. But at what point? Darby jumped out to a really early That's lead. Dark, like yeah. he took he took a lot of the early. That's why you momentum hit cats giving and, him one through four, man. Exactly one through four. At that point, he even has if to you win. give him one through four, he ain't win the next six. Okay, but all he has to do is win two. Exactly. That's it. And do you find two for his ass? I think that it was a very yeah. close fight. And, and, and I'm not one of those giving one through four away. I'm not. I don't know about that. I don't I, know. It, you're, listen, I promise you, you're going to have a tougher time finding rounds for Blue Nose in one through four than you will dog bait. Five Blue Nose ten. walked his ass down in the whole last half of the fight where it matters. He yeah, but what did he you. do in those moments? You're dog, absolutely right. He walked him down, bait. and he had his best work, but it wasn't. It, it was a gas. close fight. That last round, that last round was back and forth. Dog bait, and gas, he still walked man. him down. Like <laughs> he came out here trying to get a knockout early and gassed, and y'all giving him respect for that. Well, just so we can be clear, uh, Dog Bay did win a majority decision. It was yeah. 95-95 on one judge. Man. Even, even I mean, yo, I, yo, even 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 Barry Hunter went and put his head like that on on on. No, on. he did not. You lie. <laughs> what, bro? I'm not that, lying. I don't be lying. I mean, so that, go I mean, watch that. He went. He grabbed Lopez, put his head head to head, and he said some shit to him. And go look at when he walked up to Buddy McGirt. Buddy McGirt face like, you serious? You know what he told him? <laughs> he said, Yo, you gotta stop getting hit like that. <laughs> Hey, hey, yo, you lost this one. Uh, no, that was a good ass fight. Vincent, I'm a fan man. of Blue Nose. I, I would like to see it again. Yeah. Blue Nose yo, just got to tighten up, yo, man. He yo, makes shit uh, a war. He, Blue Nose does what Rosado used to do. Like, just make shit a war unnecessarily. Yes. Yo, Blue yes. Nose good dropped call. the ball, man. First minute of the first round. I said, damn, he about to destroy little Dog Bay. Dog Bay looked too little. He was popping the jack. Pop, pop, moving, moving. And then the whole two minutes of, the, of that first round, Dog Bay just took over on some He-Man shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Blue Nose needs to learn how to jab. Stop giving up his hype. My man literally says, nah, oh shit, you coming to hit me? Hold on, let me get down and, and yep. get to your level. Put my yeah. head in your range. Like, yo, he out here tripping hard. So he's smothering his own punches. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and you know, somebody like Dog Bay might, might outwork him when he, nah, he don't nah. mix Nah, I, Dog Bay can't outwork nobody with his one and two throwing punches. That's it. He's a big dude. He's a dude that loads up. So it's it's one to the body, maybe one upstairs. Like, my man, yo, he, man, I don't know. Cash App from Hawking, Maryland. TBV Ness, happy Father's Day, fam. Happy Father's Day to you and to everybody who is a dad out there. But but I mean tripping, man. Come on, man. Dog Bay wasn't letting them hands go like Lopez. The, the, the only argument Dog Bay fans have for me that I can't, I can't, I can't debate is Lopez work didn't look like he was punching you hard. You know what I'm saying? It was At just all. a lot. It was just a lot of shit. Until them uppercuts start coming, then it's like, boom. He was hurting them with the muppies for sure. Yeah, I think, listen, did you score the fight? I didn't, man. I didn't think See, I was going to need why, to, man. That's why I know I didn't either. But I, I, that's why you Lopez feel the way you feel because he, you saw a fight script play out the way that you did, and it's very accurate. You can say that, but when, but remember, the reason people get in trouble when they come to scoring rounds and they think it's controversial is because they're not actually scoring the rounds. And when you go back and you look at how many definitive dog bay rounds where there were versus how many rounds. Could be considered, you know, for both guys, you know, uh, 
you, I don't think you'd be as surprised that you could score for Dog. Yo, baby. poor Lopez, man. When, when when he got that loss, and you know he walked out the ring, no interview or nothing, and then it was like, damn, yo, I thought of Rosado. Even though Rosado shined that side, I said, damn, why, bro? Because he's going down the same road, man. He's he keep getting to the mountaintops, and and failing. Like he already had a title shot. If he would have won this, he was gonna get another title shot. You know what I'm saying? So. He keep getting, he on the cuss. He fought Oscar. I think he almost was, he, he he almost talked himself into a fight with Shakur. He had a title shot. He, he be on TV like, yo, this kid is right there. He's like Gabe Rosado of his division. Yeah, I would say he's like a poor man's Gabe Rosado because Gabe's win that turned it around for him was like a really defining moment for him. But I guess you could say the same thing for Blue Nose when he fought, what's his name? Um, I mean, it's still early for Blue Nose. You feel me? Gabe, no, no, definitely. Gabe got like 13 losses. It's still early. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But that's Yo, what shout it's saying. Out, like shout he's out to at Gabe. that point where he was in his career. Shout out to Gabe, man. I, 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 I'm praying that you get a title shot and you win because uh, Orlando Salido had his 11 or 13 losses. And, you know, he didn't get his respect until he snatched someone's title, man, and became a champion with all them damn losses. Then he started defending them shits. He had his best wins after becoming champion, too, man. But we got yeah. Gil Lopez with a super chat that says, you think Charlo overlooked Montiel based on body? Um, Based on whose body? Are you saying that Charlo's body looked bad or that he, he, he overlooked Montiel? Or he overlooked Montiel nah. because of the way his body I looked? I didn't see that at all. Uh, to me, there was that does not hold water. Mm. Nah, I don't think it had nothing to do with yeah, it. I, I think Montiel was game. I don't think he overlooked me too. it because I, I seen Charlo like loading up. He wanted to get this dude out of there in front of his hometown. It just yeah. ain't work out. You know what I'm saying? It just ain't work out. But uh, do you guys right. got anything on that undercard? Like I said, I didn't watch it. So um, Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean. No, I was going to say Mayor and um, yes. Argentinian Shorty. I, I don't remember her name off top. Wrong card, champ. I'm saying on the Showtime undercard. Did y'all watch oh, the oh, on the Showtime. No, I, I thought you were talking because we were talking about ESPN. Uh, yeah, we could move on or move through it real quick. Did you have anything I mean? I got a couple things. Um, The Angelo, which was the fight, the ugly one with the headbutt. That was the Isaac. Isaac Gonzalez or something like that. It was uh, an ugly ass fight. No, and, and Vargas, yeah. I ain't even yeah, seen with Francisco Vargas. Leo. Yeah. I ain't see Angelo Leo, but damn, he looked like a fucking raccoon in the post fight. Angelo Leo? Yeah, his eyes was That was tall. a good fight. Yeah, him and Alameda. That was a that was a Yeah, tough him one, and though. Alameda. Listen, that's Alameda what that's the only thing I wanted speed to speed bumps on his face, on his eyes. Them just look Yeah. Listen, eyes, that's the only fight bumps. that's the only fight I really wanted to talk about. Angelo Leo uh bounces back. He's 21 and 1 with 9 KOs now. Uh and Aaron uh Alameda, he uh goes to 25 and 2. This is a really good division. This is a division right now that has the making of right? some of the classics. Uh it's actually it's super no wait. Super bantamweight. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Super bantamweight. Um you know, with the Stefan Fultons of the world, the Brandon Figueroa's, the Angelo Leos, you know, Daniel Romans in there. I think you could still put uh Akhmed Dilyev However you say that, uh, he's up there with the IBF belt. I mean, they're just guys, and they're not afraid to let their O's go. These guys are fighting each other. What Angelo Leo showed yesterday is he still has a lot of growth to him that he, he you know, but he's just so raw and he's so fun. And you match him with anyone in that division, he's going to produce a good fight. He's going to try. Um, 
the judges ended up having it 98 92 96 94 and 95 95 so uh you know he earned the majority decision um over aaron so but that was a good fight um and you know he connected on 85 body shots compared to uh 15 for almeida like angelo leo is there to win he's there to break his opponent down and he produces fun fights combined they landed 402 punches like it, it just it was a great fight so yeah so moving on to uh Mongia's card Mongia, yo y'all didn't know that Mongia stopped people in corners all the time y'all didn't y'all didn't know that you could you could count on three things death taxes and Mongia stopping dudes in the corner making them quit <laughs> my bad <laughs> Y'all knew, uh, knew I was gonna take it there anyway. Uh, but yeah, listen, Mungia um comes up that, big. That Mungia name is it's coming up strong in boxing, man. That Mungia. A little bit, yo, I, yo, ask Ness. I had to me me and Jaime had to uh to uh, bring it back to life after what's his name he used to go on ESPN and get knocked out every <laughs> every other month. Yo, you remember that dude? Yeah, I mean? yeah. What was Pablo, his name? Pablo. 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 Pablo Mungia. Yeah. would get knocked out. He was. No, he was tough as shit though. He was, he was ruining that Mungia name out here. Oh, he was butchering it. But listen, Sedimenta, who is a late minute replacement after tons of late minute replacements, comes in and uh, Mungia does beat him to go to 37 and 0. Uh, he retained his WBO Intercontinental Middleweight title, and um, yeah, Mungia had some things to say after the fight, calling out. For a world title fight or Gabe Rosado, who is another fighter <laughs> that we're going to talk about. Yo, how do you say I want a title shot or Gabe? That's, that's what he said on his own. That's so Bye. strange. He, he goes, I'll take a world title shot or Gabe Rosado is a good fight too. Like, you know, Gabe is a world title himself. He has the name and he has the perceived risk reward ratio that a fighter like Mungia would love. You know, really anybody, like even uh, I mean, throw his name in there for a Charlo. Like, you know, it makes more sense now than it did, especially Hell after yeah. the heels of the Jacob fight. So you got a, a guy like Rosado with a name who's been in major motion pictures and has been, I mean, not the face of boxing, but you could relatively say like the poor man's face of boxing, whatever. Um, but he's represented very well by put, putting out these great fights. Mungia, on the other hand, listen, he won the fight, but Mungia is the telltale fighter in the sense that. He is going to beat guys that are there to be beat. You know, he 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 fights to his level of opposition, better or worse. But at the end of the day, there is a very clear-cut um, blueprint on how to get Mungia a win. And Sedimeta and, and was in there to do just that. He has to be a guy that can't crack uh, Mungia's face in half, right? Uh, and he also has to be a guy that, that you know, can't take too much of Mungia's onslaught for too long. And that's what we saw in there. A guy that was able to be hit, a guy that was willing to exchange two for one. And Mungia just ended up getting the better of it, you know, because despite all his flaws, which he still has quite a few, there are some things that he does well. And he does put put out the punishment and take it at a very good ratio. You know what I mean? So, um, Listen, it's a, it was a performance that he could hold his hat on. It's a performance that has seemed to fool a lot more people into believing that he might be a little better and, and might be ready for things that he's not. But that's the name of the game. You get your shot, you roll your dice, and guess what? Everybody has their one special night. You know, sports produces upsets all the time. All you got to do is get to that promised land, and uh, last night was definitely a step in the right uh, direction. 
Uh, I mean, you know, it was it was Smurta on uh, two weeks' notice. I don't know how high I am on this performance. Um, he's definitely not ready for a title shot, and that's why he didn't take his mandatory with Demetrius Andre. Um, maybe they want to go the WBC route because they're Mexican, uh, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe they gained confidence watching what Juan was able to do. Uh, but I seen a lot of flaws. I would still favor uh, Andre and Charlo to beat Monguilla. Um, Heavily. And, uh, yeah, Monguilla needs to work. Um, I think the Rosado is a good fight. Um, and I don't know that he can win that. You know what I mean? Uh, Rosado's been in with all types of punchers. You know, you got to be... <laughs> You got to be more than just a puncher to beat Rosado. You got to be a puncher with skill. Um, so, you know, that's a tough Look, fight for Munguilla. Look, Rosado, now, now that I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it, man, Rosado, if I'm Charlo, Rosado is the best opponent for me. That face, been in movies. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Common opponent with Daniel Jacobs. Like, yo, it's, but it's brother, history of being cut. But but he probably, he'll probably frown upon it because his brother beat Rosado like 10 years ago, man. Jamel beat yeah, Rosado, Rosado so many hot. years ago. But look at the resurgence. Rosado, Rosado's still hot. Rosado's hot right now. I think now. it's a Same. bigger win for Munguia than it would be for a Charlo, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for Munguia, yeah. it's his career-defining win up till that moment. For Charlo, you know, it it takes a... It, it's definitely not at the front of the line for him. But if they But you're right, the momentum's you know they're gonna there. Say? If they announce, you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, who? Gabe Rosado? They're going to say the guy that bleed? Yeah, they're going to say, nah. Him and Jacobs? And then he just beat the guy on the... Un- like, again... One of the big, one of the best prospects on the planet. Yeah, real credibility, real credibility in what Rosado's been doing. It ain't like you know what I'm saying. They dusting him off. You get what I'm saying? Like this is not a fighter that they're dusting off because he has a name. This is a fighter that's been around and still making a name. Because if it's not Triple G, I mean, what more exciting kind of you know uh, uh, attraction can you draw? Talk about bringing a fight to Miami. Everybody's going to Florida for the fights now. Gabe Rosado on the yeah. Puerto Ricans in Florida. Yeah, I still like the Berlanga fight for Gabe. Um, Berlanga tweeted True. out, uh, you know, the, telling Carl Moretti and his and his manager, like, yo, I'm ready. I promise you, give me the main event. He ain't say nothing about Gabe, but... And I don't know that anybody's going to be in a rush to put them in there with Gabe. Because, again, you got to be more than just a puncher to beat Gabe. You know what I mean? You got to have some skill. Because he could take a punch. And he's getting better. My man is like wine, getting better with time, man. We got a cash app from Hawk in Maryland. It says, $2 cash app. He says, Anderson Silva got one for the UFC. Chavez a straight bum. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to get to that for sure. There's a lot to talk about there. Not good, but... Six-year-old Anderson Silva. We got another one from Ernesto. $5 cash app, saving us that 30%. What do you say? Ernesto says, love from New Mexico. Champ! Well, shout out to you, champ. Shout hey, out to Viva you. Mexico. Yeah, Nueva Mexico. Nueva Mexico, that's right. Si, campeon. So, on the undercard of Jaime Monguilla was Gabe Rosado. Yeah, yeah, Rizzotto. let's talk about it. Gabe Rosado taking on Beck the Bully, Bacatir, Maca- what is his name? Bacatir, B- uh, no, Bacatir. Ba- <coughs> Beck- 
Call him Beck, Beck dog. Call him Beck. Becca Tamir. Beck Tamir. You embarrassing yourself, champ. Beck Tamir. 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 Publicist never fucking with out you, there man. looking like a Provodnikov. Mario, I said he out there looking like Provodnikov. He was looking like a cruiser, wide man. ass looping punches. Bro, his Bro, shoulders had him looking I mean... like Mario in the cruiserweight division. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but he was having success though early on, was he not? Uh... He was having early success. I really thought that Gabe was in for a rough night. I wasn't. I mean, that was too small a dose of what we saw to know whether he would could take him out. Mario, but you're listen, a credit to Gabe. No, 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 that's not it at all. I mean, go back and watch the fight. I'm telling you the truth. But at the end of the day, Gabe was Bruh. he knew what he wanted to do. He set him up. He starched my man. He hit him so hard that he fell asleep, woke up, and thought that they were starting the fight again. Like he Look. was just so <laughs> out of it. My man was what what we say? I mean, he was face down, ass, ass up. up, done, bruh. Done. Look, me and I mean was Bec go ahead. Bectomir Melakusev. I don't know about that. Ain't no S why, there, but you, you try. Look bad? You no. try. Yo, come on, yo. Come on, y'all. I got Melakusa, the that look, that, look it, that look like it. You got the phonetics for real. I think you nailed it. Melakusev. Melakusev. I think you nailed it, bro. I don't know you, about Melakusiev. But 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 what you but what y'all think? I mean, like you know, Mel I mean, he, I guess Melakusiev. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I think guess. it looked right. You the man, champ. You got it. Call him. Yeah, face mean, down, homie was face down, man. Bad dog, bad. He uh, yeah. Listen, uh, Rosado went down in round one, and then. Hey, yo, I didn't even think yeah. that was a real knockdown. I was tight at first. Then they showed the replay. He landed right on the neck, man. Right on the neck, dog. That was that was a hard shot. Listen, this kid can crack. Beck can crack. There's no doubt about it. Gabe's win, and, you know, I was giving some of the guys shit, you know, in terms of, like, everybody that was building Beck up, you know, and I was probably part of that a little bit. Um, but that's not to say that Beck doesn't have a bright career. Rosado went out and beat that man. I and don't know. That His lights out, man. How bright. He holds I mean, I'll just listen. He should, it's a win that he should hold dearly <laughs> because he did what I mean, very few people do. You know, that that doesn't happen more often. More often times than not, the big prospect, you know, uh, in boxing that has a hype machine around him that's building him and, and putting out all this propaganda. You know, yeah. that's the guy that wins, whether he wins or not. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's the guy that, you know, gets a gets the gets a judge to give him the fight when when he fought Mayweather and clearly lost the fight. Like that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And what happened was Gabe said, Fuck that. I'm not letting this thing go into the hands of the judges. I'm not gonna let them take my eight four victory away or whatever it would have been. Nah. You know, I'm gonna go out there and I'm going to he starched this nah. dude. Hit him with the cleanest punch. You know what that punch looked like? It looked like a knife slicing through like a brand new cake. It nah. was just so pretty and fulfilling and it just it was great, man. It was like man, it was wrong. like pimple popper shit that people watch. It was just satisfying. You wrong both in both parts. So Okay, tell me. So 
I feel like he wasn't looking for the knockout. That's why it came. It was just a perfectly placed punch. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I don't want them to rob me. And as far as the punch and how it landed, I don't know what you used as your reference or metaphor, but nah, it was exactly like when you landed on Show Kid and that two flew out. That two was in the air, like. Yo, but nah, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't think he was looking for the knockout. My man just got the right shot, and Beck was coming in. It was like one force meeting another. He Timing. He, he went right into that, trying to throw that dumbass left. I'm telling you, me and I mean was doing a lot of fights. I said, bro, this dude, I didn't think Rosado <laughs> could do it because Rosado threw the first right, and it was light. I'm like, oh, man, this dude's scared to let go. I told I mean, I said, yo, he's... He's, he's throwing it right, but he's so worried about defense that he's not extending. He's bringing it right back. Bro, but he eventually got not afraid and let that shit go. <laughs> full extension. And it wasn't even full, really. He caught him right there because back, he ran into that shit, man. Yo, That's the one counter I have for you, though, Ness, because I mean said it, too. It's hard for me to believe that a guy that's been fighting as long as Gabe Rosado at some point in his mind didn't see those wide shots he was throwing and the abandonment that he gave to his defense when he was on offense. It's hard for me to see Gabe Rosado seeing that happen and not think to himself, I can catch him. Yeah, I can find that well. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're I right. Agree. I don't. He wasn't headhunting. I and that's, I'm sorry. I probably made it seem like I was saying he was headhunting. I just think that he knew it was there to be found. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess with the words you use, you just made it seem like he went into this fight wanting a knockout because he didn't want to be robbed because of his story. And while that all that could be true, I, I think that the knockout didn't come for those reasons. It came because it was like just the perfect punch at the right time with Beck coming right into that fist, bro. He just, he helped him. He helped him, man. He helped him. Uh, it was yeah. it was a great fight, a perfect moment for Rosado. I can't wait to see what he uh, you know turns this into, man. You know, Canelo, you owe Rosado since '54. Let's oh give him. God. Let's give him a bro, shot, bro. You want man. him to get Rosado? You want him to get Rosado shot with everybody yo, in line? Come yo, on, Mexico, big dog. Mexico versus Puerto Rico. Oh man, Munguia versus Rosado. That's a good fight. Come on, it yeah. is. And that's a fight that that's a fight that Gabe deserves. Because let's be honest, Canelo, that doesn't happen last night. You know what I'm saying? Not, he gave it his best shot. But Munguia, he can beat him, Munguia. Yo, yo, last night like eight to ten. <laughs> Last night, last night, Gabe. Last night, Gabe proved you can never count him out. He got a puncher's chance. So you know, Canelo, Canelo could get wild. He could get wild with his left hook. Now I'm fucking with you. Okay, okay, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I think last night proved more so that experience in boxing is always going to be worth more than people give it credit to, especially when fighting one of these hot prospects. You know, Elvis, you know, like you can go down the line. We've seen it more and more recently. I said, like, it doesn't happen as often. And it doesn't happen as often. The favorite usually wins. That's why the house usually wins. But in this case, like over the last couple of years, we've seen these, you know, types of fighters with this hype machine propaganda built by, you know, got a lot of guys like me. And they turn out to be not what and, and it's it's not because they're not great fighters it's not because they're not talented it's because experience in boxing goes a much longer way than people realize listen 
people, I see people uh, excited for like Gabe Rosado versus Charlo, but no, again, one Charlo already beat Gabe. That's not the style for Gabe. Gabe is the boxer, so he can't beat the boxers that are superior to him. Uh, even though he he, he should have got the win with Jacobs. But that's not the style that suits him. He needs the Beck style, the bully style. And so does Charlo. That's why Juan Montiel had success because he gave him the Mexican style. You know, Gabe and Charlo doesn't make a good fight. We've seen that. We've seen Mel do it. Um, you know, it's better for Gabe and, and, and Monguilla or Monguilla and Charlo. You know, um, even Gabe and Rosado doesn't work because it's two boxes. Gabe is going to try to get on the job, and it's not going to work. It's not going to work. But a lot of people seem to want it for some reason. That's, I don't, I, I'm seeing Gabe, the, 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 I'm seeing Twitter. I'm seeing the chat. I'm seeing Gabe a lot Andre? of people wanting that. Gabe, no, no, no. Gabe Charlo. Gabe Charlo. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. listen, I don't know why. His brother beat him. It's going to look crazy, but I know this is a different version of Gabe, and it'll be a big fight for him, you know. Listen, well, uh, but we what got, are we thinking about that Triple G fight? Do we do we ever think we, Triple G is, is going to say a word to Charlo and, and that fight's going to happen? Or that's I don't on know. I don't think nah. it's wishing on a star. I wouldn't go that far, but I don't know. It's it's like at this point, I thought I would have thought Triple G would have fought him by now, or I thought I would have thought they would have fought each other by now. You know, it came he close so many different him, times, and. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Triple G's gonna fight Rayota Marota, who's mad winnable. Like he's hit. I mean, it's a tough fight. It's not. It's a mad tough fight. Winnable. It's a tough fight for people not on Triple G's level. Triple G has a great punch. Look at what Rob Brandt was able to do. Sure, but but at the same time, you're talking about a Triple G that's a little older. You know, you're talking about, you know, those type of yeah, things but, and those factors go in on it. Let me tell you right now. But Marota isn't Dervinchenko that punches in combinations. He's just a big puncher that telegraphs the right hand. He's like, a big puncher that also possesses some pretty high, you know, level ability in there in terms of, you know, adapting, reacting. Like, he's he's he's, he's not the whole package, but he's definitely a good package. But I'll I tell mean, you this right now. A fight between Triple G and Ryota and a fight between... uh. Andre and and Charlo and those winners produce the best middleweight in the world by far hands down and that's what I want to see I would you know it doesn't have to be like some official mini tournament but those fights can happen and then and then the the most logical fight no, after that you know is the winners and and listen there is a lot of people right now um you know it's not getting like super reported on but there are a lot of people that are pressing hard hard to get that Andre to get Andre uh as a uh mandatory and 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 get that unification done like there are a lot of people that a lot are of people, gonna try to get that a lot of people which means Chris Mannix who had a phone call <laughs> not just Chris Mannix Suleiman. no no that's that's one of a handful of people that uh are being reported no, that you 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sir, listen, no, listen. it's Sergio Mora, Bron uh, Mannix, and me. No, all right, uh, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. You and the handful of people need to understand: a uh, <laughs> unifications can't be mandated. That was so hilarious. Well, listen, I would love to live in your world. Wake me up when uh, y'all make it a reality, though. Till then, well, it's nothing. Well, can we wake you up to help call for that and help? 
uh, use your power in the sport and your voice that rings so loud to be one of those people champion for the fight? I See, mean, you did call a Rosado. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I, I, I believe if you say it, speak hey, no, nah. Uh, my man, the issue, my man, been my man been having genie wishes this whole time, and he don't know issue, about it. The issue oh, is the next thing you say. Nah, the issue is with that is that uh, it, it, it's it's politics, man. Like you know, these sanctioning bodies don't even recognize each other or one another. Right. Um, as rankable like once you become a champion in the wbc wba is like yo we're done with i mean and it's like so if, you know so how, it, is, how how is mauricio gonna mandate another champion when he doesn't even recognize him he doesn't even I mean, at that I, point at that point is it fair for us to ask the fighters to say listen i mean with with compensation of course if if it can be made that way drop the belt drop the belt make the fight the money's there. If it's one belt, I mean, do we understand that there's more value in, in if a guy dropped the belt and made the fight and they only won one belt and some other guy picked up this belt in a, in a fucking vacant? Can't like, drop or, the belt. You can't drop the belt. You're defeating the purpose. The purpose is to become unified. Can't drop the belt. You gotta I, you gotta do more. See, Andre don't want to listen. Where's he at? Ever since what is that belt? Fight, he got a belt. What do you mean? Belt, what do you mean? What I mean? No Why wasn't you he told at... him to run up? What do you? He did exactly what you said. Bro, he wasn't at the fight. He, he does saying... this okay, all but... the time, bro. He he gets hot and then he gets cold. Then he gets hot. Yeah, he should have been at this cold. Like yeah. yo, oh, y'all right, y'all right. He's got to keep the trajectory thing. like this. It's like yo, like Shannon Briggs made Let's Go Champ a thing. He got the people behind let, because it was it was always it was always happening like. Andre waited for Canelo to fight. He's like, yo, I want the big fight. I want my payday, payday, right? <laughs> it didn't work out for him, so now he's gone. He's in hiding again. No interviews, look, no quotes, nothing. I will say this. He did tweet out a picture of an of a, of a overweight Mexican holding a WBO belt. He was like, hey, y'all, don't forget to tune into Juan Manuel Mengees. I should pull it up because he's hilarious pull with that up. shit. He trolled Charlo. Uh, at, at, like that was his opponent. Like, don't forget to tune in. Uh, you know they go and fight or whatever. But but that's only for Twitter. That don't do it. That don't do it. You know what I mean? You need more than and that. You, you're absolutely right, man. And listen, if he couldn't afford to get out to Houston, he should have caught a fucking Spirit flight out to El Paso for like 107 <laughs> bucks and had his ass out. He could afford it, man. Yo. You're right, dog. He could afford it. Right, somewhere, like, and then, right. and then get a fucking rental car and then go to Houston <laughs> and jump in the ring over there. He could afford it, and let me tell you, uh, it's his fault. He could have been at the DAZN fight. He could have been on the telecast. He could have had okay. done an interview like, yo. I just don't see this why dude, he wasn't, man. This dude, this dude was my mandatory, and he decided to avoid me. That's why I fought Liam, which, by the way, I'm not even sure Jaime can beat. They need to get him Liam. As his next fight, if he can't get Rosado, because Rosado might beat that's, him. Yeah, that's that's the super chat. Get a new life. Word. Super chat Listen, from, I'll uh, say this. Let me get this super you, chat. Dana ahead, Jones says uh, Montiel trained to survive twelve rounds in camp, not to win. Uh, listen, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, he I mean, trained hard, he, but he, he, got, he was not as good as as Jamal. It's plain and simple. Like yeah. he couldn't beat him even on his best night. 
you know, he trained hard and he was able to survive. I wouldn't say he trained to achieve what he ended up achieving, which is, you know, surviving. But listen, the only point I want to make real quick is because you had said about, you know, unifications not being able to be mandatory. And, and obviously I know that. But the thing is this. When you look at what Mel has been able to create in his fight with Brian Castano, listen, Brian Castano does not move the needle. He has no, you know, commercial appeal at this point. Casual fans don't know who he is. But guess what? An undisputed fight is what's moving the needle. How many people would be excited if Mel, Brian Castano, you know, wasn't undisputed? If it was for, you know, two belts or, or whatever, even if it wasn't a unified, Like, all I'm saying is that the fact that it's going to produce the undisputed champion in that division raises it to a level that other fights could not achieve in almost any other type of manner without some serious beef. So, again, it's like... You want the stats, you want the, you know, the 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 news, you want the inches on on the page. You got to you got to keep continuing to 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 fight these champions. Yeah. Andre should have been at the fight, either the Charlo fight or the Munguia fight. And this is what I'm saying. How do he says, "Yo, get behind me. That's how we going <coughs> to get it. Get behind yourself." Why wasn't you there to have you know Sergio Mora and, and 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 this other guy asking you questions or you know asking Jaime like oh, right. Andre is here. Why why didn't you take your mandatory? Are you willing to take your mandatory shot now? Do you want your title shot versus your this champion? Like yo, if you don't clown these dudes and and shame these dudes, listen. What did Mayweather say? Oh, don't disrespect me to Mosley. Like you got to rain on a parade. Mm -hmm. why, why you think Canelo acted outside his character? Because it was his time to shine. And Andre ranked on the parade. But if you keep going hot and cold, you ain't going to get nothing, man. Ain't nobody getting behind that. We got nah, to call it take your, take your foot off the gas. You exactly. can't take your foot off the gas, nope. man. Word. Keep your foot Word. on their neck. That's how that's how you get the fight. Not, not going to chill in your little Massachusetts mansion, man. Get out of here. It's cold over there anyway. Call him Mr. Massachusetts. Uh, we got Jesus. I'm a twin, even though we look alike. Females will always say my twin was the hot one. Charlo versus any champ, any 160 champion, Munguia versus Rosado. Next, Chavez Jr. equals shit emoji. Laughing my ass off. Wow. All right, so yeah. he's a twin, Mario, and he goes through that. They always say his brother's the hot one. That's that's right. So you I ain't know. Mel, it's, you it's... Maul, champ. You Jesus Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, listen, before we move on from the card, I do, even though we touched on it slightly, Blair, the Flair, Cobb. Nah, we ain't really touch on it. We got to touch on that. We no, that's what I'm saying. That. I don't want to leave was the this card without too. talking about it. Yo, no, we got to talk about the fact that this poor card was so empty, man. When, when, when I tuned in and Blair was in what there fighting. People? Yeah, it was yeah, no yeah, yeah. one there. Like not even people. for the main yeah. event. Not even the main event had anyone and he there. he still yo. had people chanting for him. He still had people Blair Flair going, still, woo! Yeah, his woo, his woo and his people's woo could be heard strongly, heard, as, which, was, which was strange. Yo, he turned out. Listen, that's what I want to see. And, and it's like, look, I don't want to get caught in this, you know, what Crawford does, what Crawford doesn't do. I want to talk about what all fighters do and don't do. 
Blair is making his name like he has surpassed his ability. You know what I'm saying? Like Blair was never a guy that I saw and was like, I really like him because he's flawless. Mm-hmm. I really like him because his ceiling's so high. Yeah. I really like him because he's a decorated amateur. Like none of that is the factor. With him, he just possesses this charisma, yep. this ability to entertain. You mm-hmm. just laugh. Like I showed my dad this fight, he had no idea who Blair was. He loved it. He loved the combination of somebody who's bringing that WWE entertainment value to a real sport like boxing, where you can yeah. sit on, you know, rest on. When you say I'm gonna go in there and beat on a man, you're really gonna do that. It's not some predetermined fight, but he talks like that type of. You know what I mean? He just. He has that P.T. Barnum showcase ability. He understands what people are looking for in terms of entertainment value. And, you know, maybe it, you know, um, hits me a little harder just because I am a, you know, avid wrestling fan. I love all of the references and homages that he pays to some of the greatest wrestlers, you know, in the history. And he's just not afraid to be himself you got to respect that. And he looked good. He looked good. His jab was, you know, uh, on point. He was using distance and timing, something that I really felt like he never really did well, uh, that well in previous fights against his best op- opposition to too, man. He showed good pop. He busted him yeah. up, man. He was bleeding. He showed good pop. I, I, you know, at, at a time, um, Solomon was even laughing and smiling. So I thought, oh, shit, Blair probably can't hurt him until he started hurting him. Word. Good I mean, fight, what you man. think? Good fight, good fight. Yo, no, no, I like his whole persona. I'm a wrestling fan as well, man. So I like his whole persona. And I also like the fact that, yo, he's he's marketing himself. He has the entertainer's personality to come in the room, whether it's one or 1,000, and he's going to put on a show. Mm-hmm. And again, his boxing skills as well, you know, he's he's above average in, in a lot of things that he does. So I'm looking for mm-hmm. him to... Um, you know, it, it's interesting to see where he goes because I'm wondering where a win like this takes him. I'm not sure if they got, you know, how they're moving over there on um, the zone as far as welterweights, man. But, I, you know, you know where, where you guys think he goes next? Man, go ahead. It all depends, right? Like, Rashidi Ellis is definitely a free agent. Mm-hmm. Do they oh, resign? he's not a golden boy anymore. His contract was up like a month ago. Do they resign him and give him the Blair fight? Um, I don't even know where else can Blair go on that on that Golden Boy side. That's not Virgil, and Virgil has mm-hmm. a fight with Cavalaskis, I believe. I don't even like that fight either. Like for me, it's like not nah, the. Like... It's not an equivalent uh, jump to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I too like, much. I would like Luther Clay, man. Yeah, that's a good point. Give him, give him Luther Clay or, or Chris Congo, but those dudes, I like Luther Clay. They haven't, they haven't, you know, made it on this side of the pond in terms of like the promoters. They don't know him. It's us hardcores that know those dudes. But I Ooh. always liked the, the Luther Clay fight for for uh, fucking Blair Clobs, man. Yeah, he called out Jesse Vart. Well, they kind that's, of called each other. Yeah, he and called that's Jesse, a good they fight. called Jesse Vargas. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm jumping in your phrase. You're 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 actually did the due diligence to remember to bring up the call out and the setup. It was really a DAZN setup. It looks it like was. Jesse's gonna come back down, which is a good thing for Cobbs. Jesse's been at 54 for some time now. He fought Humberto Soto. He fought a couple of guys at 54. I, I believe he came back down for Mikey, did he? At 47, did he come back down for Mikey? I'm going to yes, Google him. Uh, but, it, it, you know, for Cobbs, that's not a bad fight because you're getting Jesse 
you know, having a struggle to get back down to 47, you know? Even if he fought Mikey at 47, it was over two years ago, right? Or one year ago to uh, it tw- was, February it 2029? Was February 29th, 2020. And in that fight, Mikey weighed in at 145 and three quarters, and Jesse made the weight limit of 147. And let's be Before real. that, he fought Humberto Soto and weighed 150 and a half. Let's be real. Right now. If you ever going to do it, now is the time to get Jesse, man. I mean, look, if I just take you back all the way to 2014, he beat Antonio DeMarco. His next fight, you know, he got outclassed for 11 complete rounds versus Timothy Bradley. Then he landed one punch and he wanted to trick the, the public into believing that he knocked out Bradley and that the referee cheated him. And it was not true. Bradley outclassed him for 11 out of 12 rounds. He comes back. And he gets a come-from-behind win over Saddam Ali, which definitely impressed me. I thought Saddam Ali would outbox him. And he he, he cracked Ali and knocked him out. After that, he gets a Pacquiao fight because he was the WBO champ. uh, And he loses to Pacquiao. After that, Aaron Herrera, then a draw to Broner, then a draw to Dolome, then a win at 50 versus Humberto... 57-year-old Soto, then, <laughs> then, he, then he lost to Mikey. I thought you said it was 50. <laughs> then he lost to Mikey and got dropped one or two times in that fight. Like, if you're Blair Cobbs, the time is now. Not to mention this dude's been fighting, like, once a year, you know, but for the for he's the three He's 3-3-2 three, three in his last eight fights, and that's since 2015. 3-3-2, okay? And the opposition has been, you know, pretty decent. But, oh, definitely uh, decent. Definitely decent. But uh, still, like you're saying, it's not allowing Jesse to, you know, rack up a few more wins, gain the confidence, the momentum, you know, get his body right back at 147, and then have to fight him. As opposed to, as you're saying, you know, working on a guy who, let's be honest, has always kind of been – in a weird situation weight class wise it was like he was big for a certain weight then he was small yeah. for a it was just like very strange situation switching with him so trainers, I get that. switching trainers yes yeah good point good, good call. point so i think you're right the other name that was floating around um was adrian broner and he did mention that on this show um twitter took that and ran with it a lot of people seem very interested in a broner blair fight i don't know if broner would be as interested but i am all in on that blair. fight i would love it Blair is nowhere on Broner's resume, I mean, radar, sure and it's it's just not going to happen. It's not even, sure. he's not big enough. Like, he's not a Devin Haney. There's no, no reason. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, we got Protégé with a super chat that says, yo, shout out TBV and shout out Golden Boy. Man, yo, they had some exciting fights. Mario, just to put you on game, uh, Protégé, look at his logo when it pops up 15 seconds from now. You said mm-hmm. more like 30. That's the guy that was with Baldy. And Baldy was with his lady. It was him with the baseball cap, just so you know. Shout out mm-hmm. to you for showing up to Watertown, Wisconsin. Uh, you know, you're a conversion, man. You you really came out. You and Baldy bought a, a, a beautiful $500 table. Y'all rocked out with TBV, man, and, and we glad we met. Oh, and he gave me fucking, like, Yo, champ though, protege, what's up with those 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 pre rolls, brother? It was like, they was like baby pre rolls. But they were good though. Of it course, was, it Mario's was always stuff. the nice guy. Look it at Mario. Like Mario's like, damn, let me help Ness. They were good though. Um, nah, but they were just was... like the size of my <laughs> pinky though. 
Like, and I don't yeah, mean, not it, even what, the thickness, not even the thick. I'm talking about like, like the, t- I've never ever seen, cause I, oh, I I've bought seen shorts half before. I bought King, I bought King Raw, I mean Raw Cone shorts and then quickly realized, no, I need Raw Cone King size. Uh, but those are even shorter than the regular short ones. Those was like, I feel like those was like, yo, here's this five pack of appetizers so you could taste each strand because it was like, I think it was an each. Yeah, I don't that know was kind of what it was. Those yeah. are shorties. You, you yeah. get a yo, but pack to show you out with your girl. Word. It was like a variety. That's what we needed. We needed those like short, quick, boom, boom, boom. I, I mean, there were times like, when we were pressed for time. It was like, I think okay. it was more like a, more like a, like a, like a sample pack. Like, huh, this five. And and boop, you know you get Five a few flavors. Yes, yes. But yeah. anyway, keeping it moving. What we got next on the super chat here? I want to get to everybody. Keep them in the conversation. James Benitez says, Mario, do you think Cool Boy Steph versus Inoue is the biggest fight for the smaller weights? Do you think they'll make the fight ever? I think that that is a big fight for sure. It's not the biggest for me. The biggest is. With what Donaire has as momentum versus Casimero to produce the winner of that and fight Anoe is, in my opinion, not just one of the biggest fights that could be made in the division, one of the best fights that can be made in all of the sport. Um, but yo, listen, St- Stefan, he is the truth, he's the future. Um, he is definitely going to have plenty of big fights in his future for sure. But I would love it. Is him and Anoe in the same division? They are definitely in the same division, yes. It's uh, because what, like, wait, you gotta think wait, about it like but this, why? right? Why, if have... Stefan has a belt, no, how... no, no, wait, 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 I'm sorry, no, no, Anui's in the division below him. Uh, I'm sorry, Stefan Fulton's a super bantamweight, and uh, Anui's a regular bantamweight, oh, but why? again, that's the beauty of this division. You're talking about, wait, okay, so super bantam's 118 and then 122, so you're talking about the difference of four pounds that separate Anui. Casimero, Donaire, uh, uh, Ubali, Emmanuel Rodriguez, um, Guillermo Rigondeaux, Gary Russell, Stefan Fulton, uh, the IBF, I can't remember how to say his name, it's like a Magdaleta or something like that, Brandon Figueroa, who just had his, you know, uh, career-defining performance, uh, Angelo Leo proved that he's a big fight no matter what, uh, Teshi Agara is a big fight still, R- R- Alim, Reese Alim is still out there, a great fighter. Um, Hovenesian, I mean, these are some of the best. Louis Neary, despite the loss, he's still, you know, a a top guy, top fighter. These are the two of the deepest divisions is close to each other, you know. And then don't forget, 115 has Estrada, Ioka, uh, Chocolatito, Joshua Franco. I mean, this is some of the most stacked lighter guys and some of these guys po- have pop of welterweights you know annoy <laughs> devastating i mean everybody in the hotel watching him people stop to see after that body shot everybody's like oh god i mean these are people that just were at a four-hour boxing event you know pull over on their way to the room to watch this fight and uh yeah man it's crazy we got sarcasm who says the only reason I was concerned for Gabe was because he'd been hanging out with Coach Cam doing that telegraph mitt work. Glad he used Freddie Roach. Um, I wonder if he hmm. means Coach Cam, the female that we interviewed, the female coach. Um, and, and you I know, thought he was talking about Manny Pacquiao's dude. Uh, oh. 
I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, I probably got that wrong then. Hmm. Shit. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, um, they're both from LA, so I can see him doing some work with her, but mitt work is mitt work, you know, like you said, mm. glad he used Freddie Roach and, uh, brought in the big guns for the big fight. We got Super Mex who says Rosado was setting that shot up the whole fight. That's how I felt. I, I didn't, I'm not saying the whole fight, but I think there was a point where he saw the wideness of those punches and knew that there was an opening to be found. Salute, Tony Boswell. Much respect to you, my friend. Shout out to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to everybody who's joining us. Listen, if you don't uh, send a super chat, that's okay. Hit that thumbs up button. It helps with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this show, this episode, in the eyes of uh, more boxing fans, and that means we'll get more callers. You know, if you want to call in, give us your opinion on tonight's, or rather last night's action. One four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget you could also add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. Brotherhood Couple. says, Couple. "Go ahead." Free Francis. Francis is back on his grind, man. He's got to focus on his brand, and yeah, he's doing his thing, champ. We got Pat's Nation Pat's with the next super chat Nation. says. So the two biggest threats to Canelo both got worked by a D-level fighter. It's about time people give that man his respect. Time to respect all boxers. Mm-hmm. That is true, man. That is true. That's why these D-level fights need to be fought, e. man, because people look at people and like, oh, that dude's a bum. It's like, well, word, word. You know, uh, the he... next one, oh, I ain't reading that shit. All right, I guess I'll read it, whatever. Super chat from Show Kid 2005 but only 2004 teeth uh, says, I apologize to the TBV community. Y'all still have to listen to Mario's bullshit boxing takes. Don't worry. This won't last too long. Hashtag where the B sample at you mother. Yo. All right. Yo. Yo. So he think you dirty. You know what? Yo, we'll, you we'll offered test to the next take fight. a test I'll, though. I'll, I'll go and give my sample, and then they can collect the blood from your mouth after our fight, Ooh. you know, and run that for you. So, yo, but you offered to take a test. What happened? I offered. I offer. I offered to pay for it. I said I'll, but I wasn't gonna drive around the whole town, you know, looking for a Walgreens, even though we were actually next to a Walgreens. Now that I think about it, but uh, yeah, man, I said I would pay for it. I say nothing. <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to JCC, Julio Cesar <coughs> Chavez Sr., letting everyone know that Canelo is his favorite Eho. Laughing out loud emoji, and that's a super chat from my Jimbe. My Jimbe, shout out with the super chat. We got Fred Robinson. Fred Robinson that says, Why can't Gary Russell Jr. get any of those names in the ring? That's a that's a good thing, but uh, I mean he's worse than 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 Andre, right? Like he goes all the way silent for a few months at a time. Word, you know. Um, so he, he these could talk guys, some shit though, man. Gary Russell could talk some shit. He can, but he needs to do it and do it consistently. Nah, I know? agree. It's and it, he talks his way into a fight. I exactly. think. Exactly. I mean, I don't know that he can either. You know, he he talks a good game, and we all get entertained. But the truth is, he's he's done that and hasn't gotten the fight. You know, all the talking didn't get him the Crawford fight. It didn't get him the Devin Haney fight. It never got him the Leo Santa Cruz or the Abner Mares fight. He's been talking for years. He's got to do something more than just talk. Uh, you read that Fred Robinson one? Yes. 
Okay, so we're on CRB1, correct? Yes. CRB1 with the Super Chat says, Shout out to Mario, one of the few that took me seriously when I kept saying Fury AJ was a fake fight, and it's ju- and it's Fury Wilder 3. Hashtag, this is the way. See you there. See you there. Ch- I mean, I ain't going to be able to see you there. Those those are just too expensive. Too expensive. Too uh, expensive. Protege 80. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Protege 80 with another super chat. Three laughing emojis say, yo, I had you, Doomy, and Mario in mind. Three laughing out loud emojis. All right. All right. All My right. man. Shout out to and you, it man. Looks, Thank you for coming through. Shout out for coming through for real. Yeah, it looks like we got um, everybody. Yeah, we got everybody. Uh, yo, I, I think we should really quick... Um, Touch on that Anderson Silva. Yeah, let's go for um, it. Did y'all get to see it? Uh, no. Yeah. And, and we got to double back, you know, uh, to, 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 you know, like who's next for Charlo. We never did that. Shout out to the zone, man. Yo, you know, the zone Jesus, bro. Like they literally cover the whole sport on their Instagram. They, they post yeah, the they Charlo's do. You're win. You're right. The everything. And new ways win. Like they, they, they Good do everything, call, man. man. They're, they're, they're so, they understand. They're they trying understand. to be just like, you know what I mean? Like it's for them it's not about the politics of it all. Like like that's what I hate so much about boxing and that's what I hate so much about wrestling. It's like pretending the competition doesn't exist only serves to make people give the openings for people to call you propaganda or call you fake or whatever, you know? And it's bullshit, but at the end of the day, so is the move to pretend the rest of the sport doesn't exist. Shout out to the zone for real. For real, man. That 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 was a breath of fresh air. Not only did they post his win, they posted like who do you think is next? Like, you know, they posted Chavez and Anderson Silva. Oh, like, they're on yep. it, man. They're yep. on it, man. They're Definitely. It. Legitimately uh, so, covering boxing. For sure. I mean, so what do you think, uh, Anderson Silva and uh, Chavez Jr.? Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Silva was 46 years old, right? And Chavez looked like how Chavez looked, but he couldn't fight how he wanted to fight. He couldn't really... Bully. He, well he wasn't. He wasn't as tough on the inside as he used to be. And Silva did a good job of playing with his food, man. Um, it was interesting to watch because if you was watching it, you would have thought that Silva was the old boxer. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the kind of tricks he was trying to pull with the feints, baiting him in, trying to roll his shoulder, laying on the ropes. You know, it, it wasn't is, anything man. pretty, but it was something that you, you're saying to yourself: Chavez beat Andy Lee. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand how he how he had a problem with Anderson Silva at 46. But I also know that Chavez is, is Jr. is Chavez Jr. So, yo, I I, I want to say with well, score one for, for Anderson Silva. I like his old the old dog, man, and I'm, I'm proud of him. And since this is the direction that uh this shit seems to be going, you know what I'm saying? Throw him throw him in there with Roy Jones eventually. Throw him in there yo, with another old guy. Let's do it. Bruh, let's Chavez. do it. I'm down. Chavez needs to be. He needs to be punished, man. He needs to be punished. (laughs) He needs to be restricted from boxing. You know, you you let boxing down, not just your dad. For real. Not just your dad. You know, not only did you lose to an MMA dude, but you lost to an old MMA dude. 
and I, you yeah. gave up a hundred thousand of your purse for failing to make the make 182 weight, pound on. limit like already you lost looking like a Bro, piece this of dude, trash this dude against silver oh my god yeah he missed weight like, he's like, weight. like infamous for this like he doesn't ever yo wow but at, but of all times to do it in a situation scumbag. where you're able to set the weight like silver would have agreed to anything 85 88 <laughs> like you came and missed it it's almost like if you either did didn't give a shit which is what i believe or you plan to do it which is just stupidity this was an awful look for boxing as a whole all i can say is that ness is right we need to just disassociate ourselves with chavez jr like he let boxing down he gave the window open for and i'm not saying joe rogan's gonna say it but you know there are the mma guys out there that are going to point at this and say i told you mma is mixed you have to be so smart to understand these many disciplines boxing's only one discipline boxing is a science my man boxing is a science and when a fighter who is a combat fighter understands the science as well as somebody like silva things like that can happen Okay, now will Silva beat a Caleb Plant? Would he beat a Charlo? Fuck no. Ow, but, no. But could he beat a boxer who doesn't take it serious and is, you know, kind of an ass? Yes, he can. He proved it. He looked good at times, used his hands very well. He understood distance. You know, there were a lot of things to like about Anderson Silva, as I mean said. And I think at 46. Based, at 46. You know based I mean? on this, I 100% agree with I mean that there is a avenue here for silva in boxing now he has to take it like the paul brothers that where he's taking very specific fights you know he doesn't want to jump up in there in the world-class level because he is not elite by any means of the word that said he is entertaining he does have a set of skills and we'll see where he takes it but i actually had fun watching it you know despite the fact that it was the outcome that i you know hoped wouldn't happen it was still fun to watch and respect silva for sure yeah, and Sad. one thing I want to add to that real quick. Sil Silva spent a lot of years, this is way back in the day, him and Roy Jones were supposed to have a, a joint. You know what I'm saying? So he's been down this road before as far as the preparation and thinking he was going to have a fight. And I thought, you know, he, he had a couple professional joints in the lead up to that. So, you know, a, or, or some fights that counted as pro fights. I think he was like two and one and, and I think two and one. Box Trek has him as one and one before last one night. Okay, yeah. see? So two and one Yeah, now. man. Yeah, so, you know, it, you know, the sky's the limit. You know what I'm saying? But, Word. Uh, you know, it, it might it might be just a, a small, a small fraction of fighters that he can actually get in there with to where he can still keep the uh, the competitive edge over. But definitely he could, he could take on a YouTuber. For he sure. Take on a boxing uh, YouTuber. Yo, I think he beats Logan. Who, Silva? I yeah, I think Silva beats Logan. Man, they need to make that fight. Logan sleeps I that. I love dude. that. Yo, Chavez don't. I knew you were going to say that. Chavez don't got no killer instinct, man. He literally let, he let Silva out the corners and everything. Yeah, he was afraid. He Silva was He did some body on, work, though, man. early. Bro, Chavez, man. Chavez, you know, I, I'm refraining myself from calling him a bum because I understand that he could beat me up. But dude, this dude's like a dis a huge, a huge disappointment, man. He's like he's, he should have just bad, stopped man. fighting, honestly. After the Martinez fight, he should have just called it. Like I had that big moment. You know, I showed the world I was on that level at least. Um, even though it was just like really one big round. 
But that would have been the bet. Like that would have been a way to salvage his name. Like at this point, almost every fight since then has done nothing but tarnish whatever legacy that he had. And to a degree, it's kind of affected his dad's legacy. Like how much, how, how, how realistically does Chavez Sr. Yeah. take any of these exhibition wow. fights if he didn't have to? Hi. Um, uh, if if he didn't have to, uh, you know, worry about what his son was doing and, and tarnishing that legacy. You you're not gonna let pops down, right, baby girl? You never you never gonna pull the Chavez uh, Jr. Listen, you gotta raise your she ain't kids built right. that way. Exactly. You gotta raise your kids right because it's no way that number one Chavez Jr. should have been on. Excuse me, Senior should have been on that card. He was on it to me just to hold it up in case you know Sonny ain't ain't, ain't get right on there. You know what yes, I'm saying? And I that's know a he, very he's still a competitor, but but that was business because he's smart. You know what I'm saying? But again, that's like you know what I'm saying. You still got to, you know, you, you pay your kid's child support or you still got to do certain things for him. And you like, yeah, I wish this kid would get right. Entitlements. Entitlements. Because now mm. he think he's entitled to a rematch with Canelo. He think he was entitled to a draw. He had one judge given, I think it was like 77, 70. I mean, come on, bro. Like, come on. You, you got to take the... And I'm saying the Chavez that beat Andy Lee that dropped Sergio Martinez... Yeah, but I know he's far removed from that. You far know? removed. Yeah, it just uh, for the record, it was seventy-seven, seventy-five on all three judges' scorecards. Two for Silva, one for Chavez Jr. So it was a split decision win. Um, you know, I'm not. It, it wasn't a blowout, but it's hard for me. I didn't score it, but it's hard for me to imagine giving that fight to Chavez even by a, a single point or a single round like that's that's tough to do but yo Chavez senior looked good too if 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 what they're saying is true and this was his last time out there um he gave it his all yo, man they, he they, went out go ahead I'm sorry did he get into like a did he get like a little scuffle during the fight yeah, bro. They like start he punching went out each other at, like with the ref breaking it. yo this old guy is hilarious did. He did that last time when he was in there against Jorge Arce. He was hitting yep. him below the belt. He was hitting him all around the fucking protector. I say, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this old guy? He's like <laughs> beefing with the referee. The referee's coming to the break. He's pushing the ref. Yo, he's on one, man. Yo, I mean, he's one of the few guys that can make <laughs> headgear fights look legit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were wearing headgear, and at some point, I'm like, yo, they are just going at it like they did not care if they were wearing that gear or not like they was going at it bro but uh that was fun that was fun for what it was but i think you're right i think there is a degree of chavez senior doing this and being on the card to prop up the name in case you know my man drops the ball so um yeah man that was uh that was a fun night it was a fun night it was a here's the thing the canelo thing i don't know what y'all thought i thought it seemed very staged i think that they probably always did plan for Canelo to be the corner man. Like, if you saw it right, it was, like, basically right before the fight starts. Like, this was on some fucking Rocky Thunderlip shit. Like, they hold the rope over and they're like, come on, Canelo. And, like, people are like, wait, is he does he want to fight Canelo? Like, is he inviting him for this to be a triple threat match? Like, what's going on? And then Canelo comes in, like, you know, kind of pretending to be surprised. And then he's like, oh, you're going to corner me. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to corner you. Like, to me... 
that didn't seem like a decision that would be made in that time frame so clear. You know what I mean? Especially like everybody kind of seemed on board with it. So I thought it was a little setup, but I thought it was cool as hell. Like the way it went down, it was like a movie. Like, you know what I mean? It's my last fight. I'm one of the greatest of all time. Mexicans, you know, Canelo's going to corner me. Yeah, like, oh, man. that shit was nuts. And that's a, and I think not too long ago, right, right when Canelo fought, it was a controversy. Who's the greatest Mexican fighter yes. of all time? So that smart market. Remember, Chavez Sr., listen, he, he's a smart guy. There's no doubt about it. It's just that, you know, sometimes you have to work harder when you're dealing with a deficit or or, or, or a yoke. You know what I mean? You're moving with a yoke. You put just, you dig in a hole. And I think Junior, you know what I'm saying? Junior let boxing down, but you know what I'm saying? Oh. I think Chavez Jr., I mean, Sr., Senior probably don't give a fuck at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he knows what he's dealing with. Again, smart enough. Canelo's going to be in the building. Canelo's going to come in corner. The controversy was there. And I'm going to rough this guy up and make people talk about me. Great point. Very, very great point. <laughs> um, staying on the uh, exhibition you know, line here, uh, one of the big takeaways from the Mugia card was actually De La Hoya, who gave an interview to DAZN and released his brilliant three fight strategies fighting Vitor Belfort um, in September, September 11th. And then he wants to have one more fight after that. And then he wants to challenge Floyd Mayweather to what he, what he's saying is going to be like a real comeback boxing fight. Like he actually wants to fight him in boxing. His Bruh, logic is that he can hilarious. get that fight based on the fact that Floyd let so many people down, which I don't know what that's about. He beat Logan clearly. Um, and he is convinced that he can get that fight. What are y'all's thoughts? Any interest in seeing De La Hoya Mayweather 2 after all this time? Yo, let me tell you something. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> tell me. Vita Belfort, he got a long history of that hormone replacement therapy. Word. So again, this is another choice opponent who may come in there, may or may not make weight. He may come in there skinny with man boobs, you know what I'm saying? Because he ain't got the juice no more. Word. Like, yo, De La Hoya, and listen, De La Hoya, stockings, heels, faded or not, he's still Oscar De La Hoya. So Word. I don't want to fight him. He did what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, me but, neither. But, but, but uh, Vita Belfort is a, is a hen-picked opponent. And, and if if the fight even happens, um, he'll, he'll wash him up. The second opponent, like, you know, who, who's he going to get? You know, I, I think what somebody that really wants to, you know, kick his ass or somebody that actually – you know, thinks that, you know, it's a worthwhile uh, uh, time. Like, it's worth the money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, shit. Knowing Golden Boy, man, he, he, you know, shit. What's, what's my man? Bernard may jump in there with him. Yo, that Oscar, would be nuts. Yo, don't give him ideas. I mean, that... <laughs> yo, because Oscar, I don't even think he has a good enough relationships with his peers, you know, oh, to kind of get any fights. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's yeah, he going to yeah. get and be right. like, yo... It's me, it's me and Souza. Who's he going to get on the phone and get? Most people, they may, you know, be ashamed to to to, to be associated with him if they can't do good business with him, you know, to be seen near him. Yo, and 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 the point you made is valid. Like, who does he get? That's just a valid point in general. Now, add to it the idea that you actually plan to fight Floyd Mayweather Jr., who showed what he showed at his age. You know, just a few the weeks ago, man. exactly, and young ass man, exactly. And you want to come back after fighting a Vitor Belfort, and God knows who else after that. And you think that's going to prepare you fully to make your in ring return? Like, listen, I, I know he's an athlete, he's one of the best of all time, and like you said, he's still Oscar de la Hoya. 
but he's still Floyd Mayweather Jr. And 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 to a much closer degree is he Floyd Mayweather Jr. in his prime than De La Hoya is from his prime. You know what I mean? Like who's removed further from that? You know, 2007 matchup. Like I I think there's yeah. no way you could say. It's Floyd Mayweather. It has to be De La Hoya. So, I don't know. To me, it's probably marketing. I don't think he really thinks that that fight happens. I think it's a way of, you know, selling tickets and, and selling the idea of him fighting Vitor Belfort, which I'm all in for. Like, honestly, like, again, if, as long as they're not pro fights and we're not really, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in some <laughs> of these things. You know what I'm saying? Silva Chavez Jr. was, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. De La Hoya out here like Don Quixote, man. He has some imaginary <laughs> you're probably right bro so for me it, it didn't really matter what De La Hoya said like oh I'm gonna have two fights and I'm gonna call out Mayweather like <laughs> how does that change anything like first of all first of all <laughs> Aren't you calling him out right now by saying in two fights you're calling him out? He's <laughs> not thinking that shit at all. He I'm is just, just yo, he just continues to prove that they need to stop letting the mic be in his face and really control his PR. Bro, he's out of control. Like Floyd isn't going to give him a fight. Why would he? Like, what's in it for I, Floyd at that point? I have no clue. Nothing. No clue. It's not even that if there was something in it for Floyd. Floyd ain't in the business of helping you. Not Oscar. He never gave him the rematch. Why would he give you... He know Everyone... At, listen, none of us know, but we all assume Oscar's fucked shit up, and that's why he on Triller. Why, yeah. else, why else is this 60-year-old man fighting? Word. And why have there been so many issues with him putting fights on for design? I mean, I know some of the injuries you can't really account for, but Ryan, you know, Jaime, you know, where's Verge? Like, you know, it's just, it seems more and more clear. Munguia's fight was announced like two weeks ago. This is the worst promotion. That was supposed to happen in April. Did you see how empty that place was? It was crazy, man. Sad, sad, sad. Yo, but this is the card. This is the card. It's De La Hoya, Mayweather in the main event. You got Badu Jack and uh, Bernard Hopkins in the co-main And you got Ryan Garcia and Tank uh, Tank Davis also on that card, and then that you throw in for shits and giggles. Like you know, you're saying they're just gonna put the card together. Yeah, I mean, oh. listen, I was gonna say, um, who who they got now at Golden Boy? At the, excuse me, at um Mayweather, they trying to pump um, Roly, Roly, Roly okay. on there. Roly Ryan might make more sense too. Like, I mean, because it would be hard for me to think it's like a tank Ryan, like all that firepower on that one card is going to be a lot of money. Like, I would like Ryan and Roly. That's not a fight that I really cared about at the time, but now that time has gone on, it's like, yo, why not? Shit. Nah. If that card got made, I want, I want, I want, I want Haney Roly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not in. I'm not really feeling Ryan anymore, man. He 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 played with us for like the whole last eight months, man. Like, oh, maybe it was he less, man. Maybe it was less. Wait, maybe it was less. When did he fight Campbell? Shit, it was like uh-huh. after that Campbell. That was around February, January. After February. Campbell, he started talking January, about February. You're right. 
after Campbell, he starts talking about, oh, I'm fighting Tank. Oh, I'm fighting Pacquiao. Oh, I'm fighting Javier Fortuna. Oh, I'm fighting. I mean, big announcement coming soon. Big announcement. Big announcement. Yo, Yo, big announcement next week. I can't. Yo. You know oh, that was the. He's that gotta, was gotta Yo, earn that was my the, trust again, back. man. I can't fuck with him like that. I, I hear you. I I do. I do. Um, yo, real quick too. I think because I didn't get y'all's take, I had kind of just mentioned it. So Ness, you yes. called for it, and what? once again, I don't know what genie bottle you found, but we are about to get Casimiro and Donaire in a fight, all Filipino show out. That is going to be epic. Now it seems like they would be on track. To get a no weight after last night's performance, and based on the idea of Donair and Casimiro, do these guys have y'all's attention fully? Are you looking forward to this? I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, Donair is on his George Foreman shit, so I'm, 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 I'm a lot. I'm a tune in, and then you know, if he wins, that means he gets his rematch with Donair. It's funny. I seen all your little friends. It's crazy how. If you say something about a new way, oh my God, the thread is so long. Did you see the thread, Mario? I it's saw like, it, yeah. oh, hey guys, did you see the guy from the boxing voice said that Donaire's better than a new? I didn't even say that. These dudes are, yo, you hipsters are so whack. Bro, and that's but, the thing. They let come me at finish. Me, let me like, finish. They come at me like if I'm not the one that's like saying, yo, trying to hype it. Like, I'm glad because they laughed at me, right? And now look at what's happening. Now it's Donair Casimero. And if mm -hmm. he sleeps Marrow, he'll be back in there with a new way. And <coughs> and we'll have a we'll have some 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 clarity, to sure. say the least. Definitely know? some clarity. But because I, they, I, I, they, I got Casimero on Twitter, in the fight. I think on Casimero Twitter, they undermining uh Donaire's fight with Inoue. They acting like he was just slaughtered, you know. I I didn't they, remember that. They do, and, and I think that it like if you look at the fight knowing that he could couldn't even see past like like an early early round like third, i mean round. yeah it was like the third or fourth thank you and the fact that he was able to do what he did because he was never in trouble in that fight from the perspective of losing the fight you know he was hurt and he had a very serious injury and obviously that makes you vulnerable but his vulnerability wasn't nearly as close to you know the vulnerability of another fighter of an average fighter i mean this man is still a monster with one eye or not call him cyclops at that point um yeah and what he was able to do last night yeah against what opposition sure but he just showed that he has the abilities that everybody says he does he has this punching power and he has these you know trademarks of fighters that you want to see and you pay to see because he's at such a lower weight class it hampers his ability on the commercial market that said when you have a puncher like Casimiro when you have someone like Donaire who's research who's made a resurgence and has this momentum yo this is what boxing is about fighting the best this man Inoue you know what he could say well I beat Donaire I beat him already I don't I why do I have to fight him he could go on the Canelo tip with Triple G you know what I'm saying it's the same fucking thing 
but he's here saying, I will fight that man again. Let him beat Casemiro. I'll fight him again. I'll, if Casemiro wins, I'll fight Casemiro. They took pictures. Donaire and Nunui took pictures together, you know, this past weekend. You know, Donaire with his belt, and they're kind of playing around. But these dudes are here to fight for real, and they want to fight the best and salute to every fucking division. I don't care how much you weigh. When you want to fight the best, you got my respect. And, yo, I think – one thing that that Donaire, the, the the confidence that he'll have coming into this next fight, Mario, you said it. He's not going to be fighting as cautiously. Donaire is at his best when he, you know, when he's feeling himself and he got that rhythm and he's throwing his punch. When he don't have that going, and the new way is so surgical. That's what I observed. You know, again, <clears throat> I didn't know if it was the opponent, and I, and I had to I had to respect that he's surgical, 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 surgical. That's the best he, word to use. Yo, so I'm thinking. Donaire, he gonna throw caution to the wind. He gonna come in there like Gabe Rosado. He gonna be like, I ain't got shit to lose. That's I'm coming in here like. feeling myself. That's what I don't like about Donaire. See, what I seen yesterday is that Inoue is more activity. You know, he's setting things up. Donaire is more counterpunch. He wants one big lights out moment. Yes. And that's gonna be his downfall. Uh, you know, he's always looking for that one shot rather than setting them shots up. He gets mm. into slug fights and shit, but it is what it is, I guess. Definitely. Yo, shout out to Marlene Esparza, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a good-ass fight. It was a Esparza, very good fight. She yo. needed to be knocked down, I think. I watched too. that, man. That was a nice fight. That was a nice fight. And uh, the knockdown... That shit was exciting. It was. Honestly, like, it was so surprising to see a girl get dropped. Like, I don't know when's the last time that really happened. I, obviously, it's, I know Savannah Marshall put somebody down and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's just, it was, it, she made it exciting, man. She made it exciting. And um, Esparza, she puts her punches together well. Um, Zamora was uh, the harder puncher, it felt like, but but she was too straight up. Esparza had that, you know, amateur background, that pedigree. Yep. She would pivot. She would do certain little things, and uh, it was it was a decent fight, man. It was definitely a decent, entertaining fight. Um, shout out to them. You know, shout out yeah. to Esparza. She becomes a world champion after failing against Sinisa. Uh, Estrada, yep. so maybe now they can do a rematch. For the um, straps. They got, but we've got straps now. Yeah, but, straps, but, yep. but, but since we're talking females winning titles, I don't want to go on without mentioning Melissa Odessa Parker, yes. who uh, won the IBO yesterday. Congrats um, to Melissa Odessa. Becoming a champion. And champion. Uh, now, now she's on the hunt for the other four. Hopefully now, by getting uh, one of the lesser five of sanctioning bodies but maybe now she can uh get the attention of some of these other fights and um or other fighters should i say and 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 and, and get herself in a bigger better opportunity just got to credit a young lady that is willing to do what she's done in, in in five fights you know her last two opponents uh exceed the expectations for for, for for opposition, you know what I mean? Especially when you got four wins and two knockouts. Now she improves to five wins. Um, but Salgado had, you know, 40 fights almost. And um, 
Roman had, you know, 20 fights. So she's been stepping it up and mm. captured this vacant IBO title. Improves the 5-0 with two KOs. She went, you know, all 10 rounds. So she proved she can go 10, you know. Um, so Good yeah, point. Man. Yeah, man. It's it's going to be uh, gonna be interesting to see, um, you know, what happens now. She's in the 122-pound division. And she's got, you know, uh, a strap or will be ranked at the very least now. Um, Who's in that division? Uh, you got Daniela Roman Bermudez. Uh, you got, um, I don't know none of these names. Wow. She's the only I mean, one. Rachel, you, Ball, you already... Rachel Ball. Rachel Ball is there. Oh, yeah. Rachel Ball. Good call. Shout out yep. to my girl, Rachel Ball. Uh, I mean, Shannon Courtney's in that division as well. There's a lot of UK fighters, huh? Nah, uh, no, nah, I don't think Shannon Courtney. No, nah. Mar- uh, Marine's in it though. Who? Marine, um, the American Shay. Marine Shay. Oh, yeah, but she's, a, she's, she's she's from a, New York. She's got to be inactive though. She's, she's got to be inactive. Yeah, uh, sure. yeah, she she had her last fight in 2020 i know that for a fact but oh. i it was it was like february or january something like that she's a southpaw though 40 years old but you know that's that's the kind of fight like you know you get experience in um melissa beats her though i think for sure um but you have a couple of people too that are undefeated um you know dina thorslin i've never seen her fight but they had brought from her up denmark yeah she's from denmark um Listen, that Rachel Ball fight, if she can get that international, that's, you know what I mean, on a matchroom card or something. That'll be a good fight, man. Yo, it's that division, man. But I get it. If she could unify this division, then moving up, it'll make more sense financially. But I don't know anybody in the top 50, bruh, except for Rachel Ball. And I'm still looking. I don't really see nothing, man. Well, you know, like you said, it's it's about getting to that next level, and and that next level, you got Amanda Serrano, you know, weight above her, uh, you know, even Jelena, Jelena's in that division, even though she's coming off of a loss, Jelena's in that division as well, you know, she's definitely a name, um, and she's definitely someone that raises your profile, and and Erica Cruz Hernandez, who beat Jelena in that last fight, which you know she showcased a lot of stuff. She's a Mexican fighter, southpaw as well. And uh, that would be a good fight too. So you know, there there are definitely some options down the line. But for a fighter who's five and zero, I think she's on a great path right now. And uh, yeah, I I I am definitely expecting bigger things moving forward. Yeah, man. I mean, look, step in the right direction. <clears throat> this belt gets her noticed and ranked. So we'll see what shakes, man. We'll see what 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 ends up being the next move here. But congratulations to her for uh, strapping up and uh, taking those those steps necessary um, yes. to unify the uh, division. Yes, well said. Well said. Yeah. Um. And that card last night, there were a couple of other fighters that had Harold, fought. Harold Calderon, the welterweight, he also didn't he win? The, let me look him up. Harold Calderon. He's got like twenty five wins now, and I think he won the um, IBO welterweight title. So the IBO Intercontinental welterweight title is on our television here pretty soon. Calderon. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm I don't. I, I went to the event and it does not have his. It doesn't have the uh, results yet for his fight. What? Yeah. Even though, uh, <laughs> actually, the only result that's been put in is Melissa's. Like it doesn't say what Courtney Jackson. If Courtney Jackson won, um, mm. Javon Garnett was another undefeated fighter on the card. Um, I mean, against, let me know, see his. Let me so. check his Instagram. Uh, check his IG. I seen him partying like a motherfucker. After uh, party I, was I, at booby I thought trap. he did win. I thought I remember seeing on IG or maybe Twitter that he did win, but um, I didn't get to see any other details. So, yeah, I had checked the box rec and it still wasn't up, and it's still not up. So. And Melissa's wasn't up right away either. I knew she had won. Well, he definitely got the win because he got tonight yeah. at my after party. Join me and celebrate me reaching 25-0. and 0. And on BoxRec, they got him at 24-0. and 0, So he definitely got the win already. Yeah. Nice, nice little That's flyer good. for his after party, That's too. Good. Oh, Let me sweet, show y'all who sweet, he is, sweet. man. Let me screen Let's share see. who he is because he's going to be on the TV near you soon. Uh, he's from out here in Florida, and uh, he's been working on the... On the ground level, he's like boots, right? And I don't mean in skill. I mean, like, 25 fights in and you don't know him yet. Um, so, yeah, here we go. This is Hoddled. We were scheduled to have him on. He wanted to do it after the weigh-in. And then, you know, we got busy. The weigh-in was obviously Friday. So, you know, but if you out there, you could go to lounge weekends. And uh, he's in Hollywood. You know, go celebrate with the champ. And this is Hoddled, right? So, you know, he got the win. Got let on. And he's a welterweight. And looks like he picked up that IBO strap. And he got a WBC strap, too. Let me see. Does he got anything here? Da -da -da. Oh, so he had got a late replacement, unfortunately. That sucks. Mm, okay. Yo, he wear he wearing that belt proper. Yeah, I mean, let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. That is a dope uh, after party. That's a flyer. nice looking belt. Let me see. I like oh, that. Yeah. It's like a flyer. Oh, like it's, it's the like same one we got. It's just bit. it's just because of the lighting. You can see the black uh, around the leather at the top. Yo, that's sick. Uh, IBO, we gotta put that IBO up Wednesday, 7 p.m. We're gonna be having a Border Wars show at 7 p.m. Wednesday, uh -oh. this Wednesday, and every Wednesday moving forward. Saturdays was getting a little bit uncomfortable because we also did live fight chats, and you know, it, people wasn't waking up. So we're just gonna do it at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. West Coast, Wednesday. Every Wednesday, moving forward, Border Wars is on Wednesday. We also have a post out on Patreon if you want to drop any specific Border Wars question or a matchup you might want to talk about, something you might want to recommend, a fight maybe you want to happen, you know. Uh, go ahead and drop that in the Patreon post. Also, you can drop your untitled question. I promise I'm going to do untitled with or without co-hosts. No longer, no more excuses. I'm going on every yeah. Monday with or without these guys for Untitled. So drop your question. I'm going to be doubling up. So don't put the same question from last week. I'm going to start with last week's and do this week's. All right? That was your Patreon intermission. Boom. 
Back to Jairo Calderon. Let's check the rankings. Go to 547. And is Jairo anywhere? Is Jairo anywhere? I don't see him. I don't see him in the top 15 on any of these sanctioning bodies. Where he's at on box rack. Let me see. Box rack, he's mm, 49 in the world. 49 in the world. So that's like. That's not bad. That's right behind Undango. That's a good fight. They should get him that Undango fight. Damn, they got DeMarco all the way down there when he was just almost upsetting Stantillion and shit on ESPN. That's crazy. Yo, didn't Undango just lose recently? Look at Zuski. Zuski in 41 position after uh after my man uh Cavalaskis did that song. Let me see. Could y'all see it? Oh, y'all can't even see it. Let me adjust. My bad. There you go. Zuski and Dango, that's all good fights for him. He could take that. And Dango, DeMarco, you know, Alex Rocha. I like that Alex uh, uh, Rocha fight. Damn, they did. My boy for, my boy Formella done drop, drop. He had 35. Better jump on Formella. They better get him that Formella fight while he got all them bruises to lick. Mm-hmm. But uh, any any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we open up these phone lines, see if anybody out here want to rock out. It is Father's Day. A lot of people out here chilling with the familia. Like the yeah. Um, listen, just a, a great night of fights. Definitely interested to hear what people thought about Charlo. Um, you know, the last thing I'll say is uh, as far as who's next for Charlo, because uh, the question was presented, and I think everybody, you know, is interested in, in giving their take. Um, I, 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 I would just love to see andre but i don't think that's realistic um so listen any belt holder any belt holder at this point i don't care any belt holder that's what i want to see for charlo um at this point despite what anyone wants to say about last night's victory it was a victory it's built off of serious momentum and the guy has earned a real shot somewhere and i want to see him get it yeah man i you know I, I, whatever happens after this, it's got to be in the direction of, of somebody where, again, we have to respect the level of opponent, you know, because Gabe Rosado, you know, we might be reaching out there. Um, we, we definitely know middleweight, like I said, it's pretty it's pretty good options out there. The Munguia fight's on the table now. So um, let's not get, when you open up the phone lines, let's not get crazy. I know half these motherfuckers are going to talk about some Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. So let's just put it in proper perspective. Stop talking to Charlo Canelo just yet, but go ahead. I'm good. Yo, shout out to Gabe. He commented on our reaction for the, for the, uh, fight chat yesterday. <laughs> Yo. Wait, what did he say? Mad emojis, laughing out loud with the flexing. <laughs> he he commented, up, tight, he put another Damn, one. Damn, I the, wish I could have been on with the with the with the hands up emoji. Oh, with the, the hands, up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. He give yeah, a bunch of spoons and forks for no reason. Dope, man, yo, I was so happy for him. <laughs> ah, look at Mike. Yo, I got I got a Dillian White trainer in the comments. Mike Polite Coffee in the comments. Yo, oh, that was a oh, party. Oh shit, that fighter from Florida came in the comments. Look at Damn, y'all. it brought out all the stars. Shit. Yeah, Baldy, what up, Baldy? Oh man, Baldy in the building too. Fuck, I missed the party. Yeah. Shit. Oh shit, Ohio runs boxing. Ethan Bands. Okay, champs. Oh shit. Yeah, y'all, man. Y'all that, me was dope. that was dope. That was dope. Nah, man, shout out to Canna. 
We got somebody cutting clips now, man. We gonna we gonna put all them fun, all them funky dope Yo, moments out. Ness, what did up? you not start blog talk? Yeah, it's totally started. Why? Oh, on my end, it's not even letting me see the calls. It's saying your next episode was scheduled to start. Yeah, I think it's having issues, man. I swear, like, uh, oh, okay. the other day it was having issues, but it says I'm logged in. Let me try and call in. Got it, got it, it got says, it. It says okay. we got, like, 53 minutes left on the stream. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I see it now. Yeah, I refreshed, and it, and it went away. Let me just double-check that it's working. It's 425. Uh, what's the number? 569, right? Five, six, nine, 52, 41. Press one, one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget you can add Nesta Gibbs on Skype. Yeah, let's do it. Payday, you want payday? I know that. Payday, you Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. I mean, did you say who was next for Charlo? Yeah, Mungi is next for Charlo. Um, again, tri- Triple G or, or what's it, uh, Royota, any, anybody else except uh, Canelo. That's who's next. Hmm. Canelo ain't next. Canelo talk. Yeah, yeah. No, you 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 right. You right, champ. I, I wish it was next though, but okay. Let me put it. Let me ask you this way. I mean, who would you be more surprised? Okay, let's fast forward six months, and I said, yo, let's say you were in a coma. You woke up. I said Charlo fought Canelo in his next fight, and then I said Charlo fought Andre in his next fight. Which one shocks you the most that he fought? Of course that he fought Canelo. It was shocking. Canelo, okay. Because, like I said, Canelo got busy. It's still Keller Plant business. It's still Benavidez business. Why, why Charlo? That's a good point. Go, uh, come on, man. Like, come on. Seriously, let him do yeah. what he's doing. At least Canelo and Charlo mentioned each other. You know what I mean? Like, Andre and, Ch- and Charlo, like, they don't even, like, <sighs> that's such a mess. But, no, nah, you're right, though. You're right. We got a super chat from where it's at, where it's at, where it's at. Let me actually use my search. I forgot about that. Bama. We got a super chat from Bowen Bama that says, I got Mario over Chavez in a three round fight. Damn, Mario. You, <laughs> yo, you out here yo, getting mad respect, me, yo. Set it up. You out here Yo, getting mad respect. You about to Shut take TVB up. to the top, man. We gonna have to do you and Chavez, man, in a YouTube fight, man. Uh, Let's go. And and to make it spicy, I'm gonna convince his dad to corner me, a la De La Hoya Mayweather. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yo, another super chat coming in from Eric Cruz said, Mario, what did Show Kid get you for Father's Day? Oh. Yo, listen. <laughs> My man's mm. gold-plated tooth was all I needed. All a, I need. It's a, it's it's in my it's in my shadow box with my metal. All right, all right, all right, all right. So uh, let's go out to Buffalo Falls Davidian. Davidian. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Mario, King um, Ness, uh, happy Father's Day to y'all. Thanks, um, brother. Uh, I'm gonna 
I mean, truthfully, the only well, nah, I watched the Showtime card. It was pretty cool. Um, you know, Leo was in there. You know, he had a tough fight. Um, I don't know. It was a good night of boxing. I mean, the the fight I was really anticipated for was uh, Jamal's fight. So I did watch that. I thought Jamal did good. He tried taking him out, but that dude was. I was surprised. Um, yeah, Montiel uh, took some shots. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. It was it was a good, it was good fight, though. Um, but really, I only seen the Showtime card. I didn't really watch uh, ESPN. Oh, yeah, and I see Anderson. Like, I hope y'all not surprised by Chavez Jr. He do that all the time, like. Nah, and don't forget, and it, no, 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 you like shouldn't be nasty because Anderson was training. My man was training, and don't forget, he was one of the baddest motherfuckers in his in his sport. He was one of the best. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, it's the spider. He was nasty. Even before UFC, he was spider knocking niggas out with his pinky toe. Like do, but he was not nah, spider crazy. <laughs> Spider put the beat down on Chavez Jr. He was four pounds pounds overweight. Like the dude, like that's why Chavez not Anderson. a fighter, man. He's a stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, yeah, I don't know. I can't wait to see my man Jamal get in there with somebody else. I don't what? know. He was just in a war. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, I can't wait to see him fight again. Because I thought he did decent. He, he was winning. That's true. The hand and his eye. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. I, yeah. That was a good fight, though. Um, But yeah, that's my call. All right. All right. We got Shokin with a super chat that says, same thing I got your mother's. I, same thing I got you for Mother's Day, Erica. Ness, can we get a female for Cruz to fight? I think she's a chubby weight. <laughs> Fuck, dog. That dude got zero respect for anybody. Yo, he crazy. I would, listen, my man. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say it. What? What you not going to say, yo? Uh, just, uh, I want to see Showkid get, get in there again. He's a good fighter. He can fight on my undercard anytime he wants. <laughs> Mad Bet 100. What up? What up, what up, what up? What's good? Yo, Ned. What up? You, you got to get the scorecard, man. <laughs> you got to get a scorecard. Dolby won the fight. Six rounds of four. Blue yeah. Nose came on late. Mm. Later too late. And then uh, Charlo, he fought good, but... He looked like a little nervous because he was in front of the home crowd, man. He went wilder when he got the guy on it. He started going crazy like Deontay. And I thought he punched himself about the two times that he had a guy hurt. But I want to see uh, Charlo versus uh, Mongia or Triple G. Triple G, priority number one. Anyway, great show. Happy Father's Day. That's my call. All right, Mad Ben, thank you. Cash app from Hawk in Maryland. Shout out to Hawk. He says, Charlo should fight Andre. Canelo, no, 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 no. Mm. Uh, Yo, and right. a super chat oh, from... Time it is. Word. 
Super chat from Eric Cruz says, Mario, did you put Show Kid Tooth under his pillow? Nah, champ. I got that around my neck. Hmm. I, 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 that was the first thing I told Mario. He had to do like, man, Marcus Madonna did the Floyd's tooth, man. You can't you can't knock a dude's tooth out and not keep that shit. We going to or, what rap it? What's up? What's up? Uh, thank you for the help. Uh, I'm probably this week. I'm looking into Jason Rosario versus uh, Rosario versus Lubin. So <laughs> later on in the week, we'll see what's up with that one. We'll see what's up with that one, depending on the line goes. Right. Um, on the exhibition fights, they're not testing for nothing, right? I mean, you know, all that's contract, man. I don't think they're testing. I think uh, Anderson went in there with the juice, right? Um, same thing's going to happen with Delaware. You better watch out playing games like that because Belfort's coming with all the juice. Um, even in the Mayweather fight, I think both of them were on something. So uh, these exhibition fights, that's why they're pretty. That's why they're going to get excited in the future, especially if they have everybody just juiced to the gills, right? It's going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, and on Anui and all these hipsters that are, like, loving them and all this type of stuff, right? Uh, you should make some shirts. You should make some shirts to say Anui number one just to take advantage of all these people who, like, want to wear some Anui gear and all this garbage. Um, that's my call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Mario is, like, the king of the little weights, and he doesn't give us any cool phrases, you know? <coughs> But you know what, though? You, you'd have to get a Nui's number one. And then on the back, like Chalk as a Tito was. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, to me, sometimes when you put all your eggs in a basket with these little guys, you know? But I ain't hating. Yeah, and I mean, look, he's doing his thing. Who was Don Marinas, though? I just I just know he was signed to Pacquiao. Does that mean he was good? He was what I, what I call a relatively unknown Filipino fighter. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Sometimes they could be tough as hell, or sometimes, you know what I'm saying? They could just be Filipino. They friends. just be. Yeah, no, nah, I hear you, man. We going out to Mr. Payne in Tennessee. What up, though? Oh, that Inouye shirt is hard. Yo, that Inouye. There you go. James Payne is my name, partner, how about you? Standing on my property and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. Good evening, good evening, gentlemen. How my audio sounding? You good? A1, A1. Now, first, I want to say if any of you gentlemen on the panel are fortunate <laughs> enough to be a father in this, I already told you this. So, Mario uh, King, I mean, anybody else that might be listening, happy Father's Day to you. Um, if you, yeah, ain't no thing, man. Happy Father's Day to you, man. So, definitely a privilege and an honor to be one of those. Um, then, also, uh, happy Juneteenth to anybody that. Acknowledges that and celebrates that, you know. Happy that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good night of boxing. I'm getting caught up on some of the highlights and everything like that. Um, I, I enjoyed uh, the festivities last night. I got to see the new way. I feel like he is a marketing machine, man. But I just 
I don't know. I need to see a, a different challenger in there with him. I'm still trying to get into the the, the smaller guys. Uh, as far as Charlo's performance, man, he was ferocious in there. Definitely was a dog fight at points. Uh, I'm glad he got the win. I would like to see Charlo against a, a Jacobs level op opponent. Um, if I can't see Jacobs, can we get a Darrell in there? Can we get a, um, I don't know, maybe like a, like a, is Truex done? Can we dig him up? I know he was 168. Maybe we nah, could he get Luzaida. He was supposed to get the Chavez fight. He said yesterday on Twitter he was supposed to get the Chavez fight. He signed and then Chavez pulled out and fought Silver. Ah, really? Okay. Well, I don't know, man. Um, shit, I really don't know what Charlo goes from here. Y'all see, y'all see some good names, Andrade, or but I don't know if they're gonna do that. But I would love to see that unification belt, something, man, something of interest. Since it's, it's obviously not gonna get the the Canelo, and uh, man, I want to give a special shout out to a gentleman from the state of Michigan, man. His name is Big Ben Johnson. Big Ben Johnson gave me a. Uh, a Father's Day gift to get today. He gave me a, a bloody nose. My first sparring session of the day at Music City Boston in Nashville, Tennessee. And I got a bloody That's nose from the trouble. And I enjoyed every fucking minute of it, man. It was uh it was it was invigorating. And uh it was I had a fucking blast. And uh it was it was awesome. It was awesome, man. So I wanna Love spend it, a, a special it, shout out, special shout out to Big Ben Johnson, man, Paul Material. Gave me a bloody nose. I enjoyed it very thoroughly, man. And shout out to all of the Border Wars fighters and everybody in the Boston community. TBV. Let's get it. Uh, That's my call. Uh-oh. He sound like a problem. He sound like a possible problem. All right. Yo, has Chris Colbert's new opponent been announced since uh, uh, Gamboa pulled out with a broken rib? No, nah, not yet. I don't think it's probably I mean, gonna be Jason Velez and shit. Uh, yo, you gotta stop giving these dudes all these ideas for free, dog. I mean, listen, it is just hit it me is. up at Marvel Gear Cash App, all right? And I will get you the consultant fee for Ness. You know, I take my 10%, and then you get the ideas of a lifetime. Yeah, man, listen, they out there. Listen, you know. Me and Mario are working on some plans for the future that we haven't even announced. But when we announce, you know. Crazy plans. I think that we should talk about one of them as get, give people uh, the tease for untitled, Wednesday. I think untitled. we should. That's untitled. No, no, no. For, no, Untitled could do it. But for Wednesday Border Wars, I think we should talk about the Border I'm Wars idea. I'm actually definitely reveal one of the things on Untitled. You on the okay, all right, all right, yeah. Listen, I'm I want to talk about it because for me, so much has been said of, about these ideas, and I'm just so excited for people to hear it, and I'm so excited to have people's um, feedback because yo, some big things coming, like like franchise changing things that could be. I mean, the next wave, for real. But I mean, I mean we already made history. And this is what I'm saying about, about uh, little goals. You know, 
So I mean I'm I can't say much without giving too much away, but giving it away. They yeah. won't they won't be able to piece it together to untitled, but like we've already made history. We got a world champ. He's a rap. You know what I'm saying? It's a rap. That's right. He's got, got that cat scratching in that bag, man. Is <laughs> a rap, man. But uh yeah, man, let's keep these phone lines moving. We going out to King Born in Brooklyn. And yo, when yo, King Born here real quick, we got Mac and Cheese. Mac and Cheese with the super chat. What up, Ness? Just a little TBV love with the wink emoji. Shout out to Mac and Cheese, who's also trying to find us a venue in Las Vegas, at least for an appreciation night. Oh, man. This dude said he just broke his hand. Karma, you, you talking about you did that in the past or you just broke your hand, like... Recently, bruh. Y'all tripping. Y'all gotta wrap your hands. Now he out again. We never gonna get the debut of Karma. I swear. With Karma, Karma, you gonna you gonna you gonna, you gonna fight in Border Wars when he 45, man. Yo, listen, I will say, because I was having hand problems too. Um, you know the wraps that I got, the Mexican stretchy wraps. Mm-hmm. Uh yo, those are dope. Y'all people that have hand issues or whatever, or what you like mean, yo, you should try wraps? them. They're because I would always wear, like, get, like, the, you know, the regular hand wraps that are just, you know, whatever they're made out of, right? But they're not really that stretchy, and I just pat them. Um, but it would still create friction. I was cutting my knuckles. Yo, these uh, hand wraps, they got, like, a little stretch to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they're, they they work wonders. Mm. I ain't never liked them Everlast stress, but let me go to King Bourne. What up? When you see old dirty bastard fall in a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your... King Bond. King Bond on Skype. What up, man? One time, two time, my Jimbe. Yo. Yo. What up, what up? What up? Um, you know, I, I thought the, the the fights yesterday were great. Um but I still think that Jamal I think he knocks out uh, Andre, I, I don't think Andre. I think he's. I think he is chinny, and yes, he is awkward. And the two fights that uh, Maul has had most trouble with, Korobov and now uh, Montiel, the the southpaw stance does give him problems. But I think it was more of Montiel was going from southpaw to square to orthodox, back to square, then to it was just it was just completely. Awkward. I could see that that type of style giving everybody problems, and I also think that Montiel got knocked out by Jaime because he was draining down. Remember that was at 154, and my man looked huge yesterday at 160. Um, so I think that was also that could also be the case. Uh, I do want to that I don't want to see Mon any other fight except for the Andre fight. They need to make that fight happen. Let uh, you know. 
I think Andre was talking about Canelo bringing Canelo down to 160 or something like that. Canelo's not going back down to 160. He's going to stay at 168. And those guys could take care of what they got to take care of at 160 and make a lane for themselves. Um, that being said, I did have Angelo Leo and Dog Bay both losing, uh, especially Angelo Leo. I thought that was a robbery. Uh, Dog Bay, I could easily see Dog Bay winning or or, uh, or Blue Nose. Didn't matter to me, but um, great night of fights, guys. Uh, great show. Looking forward to Untitled. Take care. All right, all right, all right. Um, looking like we got. King Born, what up? Listen, man, let's get to it, man. First of all, I was on Blog Talk, Ness, so I'm glad you didn't diss me. Yo, happy Father's Day to you, Ness. Happy Father's Day to you, uh, Mario. I know you don't got no kids yet, but when you get them, it's a good look. You heard? Happy Father's Day to everybody in the boxing universe. Got to give it up to my man, Stainless. Stainless made sure I was good and fed on the road today. In Memphis, you heard? Listen, man, this Charlo shit is getting real, real. You heard? Listen, man, the dude he fought was Wolverine. The guy had an adamantium skeleton. Uh, uh, skeleton. That was the uh, uh, Mexican Wolverine, you heard? And he was trying to knock him out. He made him do the Pee Wee Herman on the ropes and shit when he had him. The dude was tough. Now, here's the thing with Charlo. Charlo told Montiel after the fight, yo, go to Boo Boo, fight him, beat him, and I'll give you a rematch. So he's trying to son, son him like, yo, go fight Boo Boo, you know, ha handle my heavy work. And we know that's heavy for Charlo, man. Listen, give me Chris Eubank Jr., man. Give me the fake Roy Jones of boxing. Get that in him with Charlo. I need Triple G. Triple G, you listening? Don't diss us. Fight Charlo. I ain't worried about Canelo. He ain't ready for Canelo yet, y'all. Keeping it real, he ain't ready for Canelo, man. And yo, that duty for it, and, 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 and yo, Gay Rosado, if you could come down to 160, I like that for Charlo. Know what I mean? Well, who he for? Barbituits? Interbituits? Whatever the hell his name is? Mr. Barbituits? I don't know who he is, but he knocked him out. Listen, Ness, man. I know you got a lot of big things on the title, but we got to hype this shit with Tank, man. I'm worried for Tank. He fighting a dude that's almost a foot taller than him. Out, uh, Yo, the dude is massive, man. He diesel, dog. He yo, like Popeye Seller, man, fam. Get, get that it's super real chat real, money man. right, man. Get that super chat gas money. I'm going to Atlanta to get them interviews. Yo, I'm going to send it to it somebody up. and get you on, man. Hype, hype it up. Hype it up. Let the media hype this, man. Hey, yo, I got Rosario. I got Rosario, man. Rosario is going to sleep Lubin. And, yo, don't forget Lomachenko and Nakataki on, on Saturday, y'all. Everybody listening. Put this shit. Yo, it's, yo, Saturday going to be tremendous, y'all. I can't wait, man. Like I said, happy Father's Day to everybody. We going to get this shit in a frenzy this week. Peace. Peace. Shout out Yo, to King Bone. I just want to remind everybody that, uh, you know, speak it, believe it, receive it. You know, we, I, I've been putting out in the universe that I needed a little editing team. And we got two guys. Shout out to Canna and shout out to 
Mark in the Netherlands. That being said, we have plenty of interviews being dropped every day between the hours of 1 and 3. Some days it might go a little later, but we figured out our audience is normally on the YouTube channel uh, at later times at night. So every day, <clears throat> there'll be some releases. We got Gabe Rosado interviews, uh, Blair the Cobbs, uh, Blair the Flair Cobbs interviews. Leon Lawson, who's going to be fighting Nathan Gallimore this Sunday. Uh, we got Erickson Lubin, you know, who's uh, getting ready for Rosario. He fights Saturday on the undercard of Tank. Um, we got Ivana Hasbanan. Habazan, you know, giving her thoughts on just about everybody. Uh, he's actually, you know, working on some uh, Michael Coffey interviews. Um, we got Andre Durrell's. I mean, just just keep your eye on the YouTube channel. Uh, also, we're, we're, we're taking out the clips of the interviews that we do so you don't have to go through the whole episode. So definitely uh, click the notification bell. This way you get notified every time we upload a new interview and or schedule a live show. We're going to go out to... Detroit, what up? Red belt, black belt, W-O-N green I'm king Undisputed goat, T-B-E And you can catch the news first on TBV Voice of the people, people now let me speak Scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G Yo, TBV, what's good? What up? Yo, first and foremost, man Happy Father's Day to every father on this line And any man that's listening whether you a dad or a stepdad, man, shout out to you. Also, uh, it it always hit close to home to me. Uh, shout out to all the single mothers who do it anyway. Um, if you listening to or you with your man and you listening, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to you. Uh, good weekend of fights, man. I didn't see the the Mangia and the Rosario. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the Gabe Rosado fight. Like I. I didn't even know that was going on. You know what I'm saying? You, you, what you say? They started that that promotion two weeks ago. Uh, Mungia fought Camel uh, Z- uh, Zmerta, the fighter that Gennady fought, and and Rosada was on the undercard facing Beck the Bully Melikuliev, and he knocked. He's a prospect, out. right? He was a he was a, 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 a you know fast track prospect. Decorated amateur. Decorated amateur. So so wait so so Golden Boy on Triller now I'm confused as fuck. Excuse my Oscar's, Oscar's next fight will be on Triller. Oscar De La Hoya is making a comeback. He's fighting some dude in MMA. And there's been yeah, some Oscar speculation ain't... that the move is going to happen fully with his stable. But speculation. And it need to be some speculation. Oscar need to leave that cocaine alone. Mm. But uh, that's that's real talk, man. He's doing too much and too little out there. Um, but good, good weekend of fights, man. I like Inouye, man. Uh, I thought his fight with Donaire proved everything it needed to prove to me. Uh, Donaire is a tough, tough cat, man. Guaranteed first battle Hall of Fame, man. I mean, the, the dude done regained his title several times. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, also the Charlo fight, man. Uh, I said it earlier. I don't know what's up 
with uh the the shields count, man. But maybe it's time for Charlo to move move around. You know what I'm saying? He don't uh he didn't use his jab much, man. Like dude was too awkward and all of that for him to not have his jab out there to set up more shots, man. I at one point I saw him winging uppercuts, bro. And I know he does that, but he was obviously gassed, man. Like it, it just didn't make sense to me. You know, it's how was that it, Ronnie it, fault though? Like the jab, the jab that you no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying because Ronnie was doing anything wrong. But sometimes the the coach and the fighter they lose that connection, that bond, or you know, what I'm saying what keeps him in your corner. So maybe it's time for him to move around or, or seek somebody new to get him more invigorated. To, Maybe he Something needs to listen to his I just coach, man. Maybe he needs oh, to listen I agree with to you on that. I agree with you because Shields wasn't doing nothing wrong. He wasn't saying nothing Ronnie wrong. The one, saying, I, Ronnie the one gave him that beautiful after, jab he got. For sure, man. But uh, like I say, anyway, a monster, though, bro. Uh, who else? Uh, I did like that uh, Dog Bay fight, too, man. Dog Bay didn't improve a lot, man. Shout out to Barry Hunter and him for getting that together. But I got to get back to work, fellas. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Share this and every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, it's because you're stupid. Shout out to El Camino. Peace. Yeah, don't be stupid. Shout Yo, out to Stainless. Shout out to Stainless. Shout out to Stainless. Real quick, just want to remind everybody that we will be in Atlanta july 31st second time commentating for uh the bpe this time uh latin promotions Mm. has brought on the boxing voice and latin promotions is in associations with platinum hands and bpe the network big time promotions and mm. RX Water. Shout out to RX Water. Hopefully, shout out to RX Water. Hopefully, they're in the building and we can uh, definitely re definitely. up our sponsorship. We need some Ooh. water for our Border Wars fighters. Bro, can we get just... some Border Wars fighters water love? Yo, we'll talk about that. You know, you know we need 31st. that water love. Listen, and and just a heads up that date for the BP is July 31st. It mm-hmm. is going down yep. in. Decatur, Georgia, yep, yep. Um, home of uh, some of uh, the very best of this community. And I hope everybody can go out there. You know, we'll be there, obviously, but there's going to be some good fights. with Mack Truck, come through. Work. We'll get you autographs with Mack Truck. Bring your, 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 your boxing gloves or your shirts. Definitely. You want to get a picture with Aida Biggs? Yeah, I know you want a picture with Aida Biggs. I know you want go a picture Go ahead, come through. Give me $5. I make sure you cut the line. You want a picture and autographs from Christian Otero, you know, El Bodi Cubano. Come through because he's fighting July 31st. He's fighting he's July 31st. Card. We got also, we got um, my man Sean. Uh, Sean Torius Martin. Yes. Sean Torius. Sean Torius. Yo. He is. Mario he on is. point. Look at him. Mike yeah. Hughes is on the card. Marco Suarez is on the card. Jet Jeter Jeter. Maybe it's Jeter. How how does Derek Jeter say his name? Is it two two Derek. T's? It's one. It's J E T E R. Uh, this one is must might be Jeter then. This one. You might said be. you said Christian Bermudez. 
Christian Bermuda? I didn't say Christian Bermuda. No, you didn't. Oh, Christian Bermuda is also on the car. Brooklyn native, 25 years old, 3-0 and with three KOs. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he is uh, fought. Big Zeus, don't forget. Here. Don't forget Big Zeus, the seven-foot heavyweight alleged, alleged son. Alleged. Alleged son of Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Yo, don't tell anybody. Big Zeus Frazier. It's on the down low. Big Zeus. Latin Yo, promotions. a lot of undefeated fighters on this card, man. It's uh, it's gonna be a quite yes. a time, and uh, yeah, it's uh, gonna take place as we said in Decatur, Georgia, but also the BPE Network. And uh, yeah, come kick it with us, man. We 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 gonna be out there. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is uh the promoter uh of uh, Latin's promotions. This is her, Jenny Bad. So. Yeah, Jenny definitely got her own promotion. She's doing her thing. It goes our interview with her right here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jenny. You can catch that interview and others with Jenny Badijo. That's what she's short. Bad is short for Badijo. You can catch that on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, and she's going to be on BPE with her Latins promotion card so let me just show you some of the fighters that's gonna be on here big zeus obviously gonna be on the card you know what i'm saying but we're gonna take it from the bottom to the top and next we got elijah is gonna be on the card i don't elijah leon i don't know who's this but uh we will meet him all these guys we're probably gonna interview them all you know everybody knows christian you know mike hughes Word. I feel like I feel like I've heard of Dylan Parsley. Let me see. Maybe maybe, but we all know this is not a great picture of Dylan Aida. But we Parsley. gonna use it. Yeah, he's a six-two from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Nicknamed the Sniper, fights out of the Orthodox um, style, and he is twelve and one with four okay. KOs. However, he has not fought since two thousand fifteen. Hmm. He has been on a what will amount to a six-year layoff um but he's coming back coming back yeah i'm i'm just excited to see some of the guys we first met uh on yes, the card me too. you know like, me too. like sean torius you know he, he he was very flamboyant came in with the mink for the weigh-in yes did his thing Christian in the Otero actual as well. fight or tarot made a statement you know they uh, were both dressed flashy too they had the crowd they they were two of the most they were two uh, fighters that had the biggest reactions of the night. Yeah, yeah. On a night so, that had quite a few reactions, by the so way. So definitely, man, if you're if you're in Atlanta, come on through. You know, get some tickets. Meet us at this, uh, you know, fight card. Latin's promotions is going to be live on BPE. And uh, yeah, man, last one was lit, man. Last one was lit. I expect this one to be lit. I know Lefty uh, Guns is gonna be on this card too. Let me let me pull up his so we can make sure Left. Yeah, Lefty. I'm trying to get an interview scheduled. I think we're gonna have Lefty Tuesday. He's mm. also on this card. July 31st is on for Lefty. He's 12 and 0 with eight KOs. Um. And yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got like an ABA, ABF title or something like that. 
So lefties on this. So a lot of undefeated fighters on this card, man. And yeah. uh, you know, these are tomorrow's stars, man. Not everybody gets the top rank road and 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 you know has the, the the big promoter putting them on TV. Some guys gotta actually sell tickets to make it to TV. We got Karma Surge that says, What up, fellas? I could be 45 years old. I could be a 45-year-old man, and that bum Keem still wouldn't fight me. He's scared, mm. little man. Damn, Keem. Damn. I wonder if Keem is going to give him the fight, or is, Word, he going, right? or is he going to be like Charlo? Like, nah, I ain't fucking with him. You know the way Charlo Duandre? Like, it's like, I, oh, you soured me to the idea, now I don't like, win it at all. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's plenty of good fights for Keem, right? There's plenty of good fights. <clears throat> I don't know which ones. I guess we'll talk about it Wednesday. Put put that suggestion yeah. in the post for Wednesday's Border Wars. All right? All right. So we went to everybody, I think. Right? We got to go to Hawk in Maryland. Did we go to Hawk? Hawk in Maryland. I don't remember going to Hawk. Did you read Ken Stone's Super Chat, by the way? Ken Stone? No about sir. Ali or uh, somebody being Mungia's biggest win? Hyman's biggest win? Nah. Okay, Ken Stone with a super chat said, Hyman best win is Liam or Ali. Gabe is a step down. I don't agree with that. Um, I, here's the thing. You yeah. could make that argument from like a technical standpoint, I guess, <laughs> and there's some debate there. But Gabe is like a name and a face that Ali that neither Liam or Ali represents, spe- specifically in America. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's a step down fight for him. I agree, Mario. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited for this card, man. I hate to go back to that. But but look, this is Lefty's outfit. You know what I'm saying? He reminds me of Danny. Check out, you know, he got the cow. I, I showed y'all this before, but then he got the like the mask. Is that like a like a like a the Saw movie or is this the it movie mask? But yeah, man, and he's got a he's got he's got one of the biggest followings uh, of all the people on the card, so I'm expecting him to bring out the people as well. Um, yeah, he's from the New York City area, and uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to be doing uh, our second commentating gig with them and uh, getting to meet all this exciting new talent. Remember, Christian Otero is uh, trained by Mustafa Mickens. So um, that's going to be dope. We got Clemente in Phoenix. What up? What up, guys? How's it going? Oh, man. Can't call it. How be good, champ. Peace, peace. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, great night of boxing yesterday. Shout out to Gabe. And shout out to you, Ness. I didn't believe in you. <laughs> and I missed out, man. I missed out on a lot of money. <laughs> It's all good, man. We all make mistakes. But uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, did you guys see that? The I don't know if you guys saw that Vargas that Vargas cut. Did you see that Mario? The the one wait the cut. Yeah, the the cut in, in the, like the tenth round uh, against uh, Pitbull Cruz and Francisco Vargas. That that oh, really yes, really yes, bad yes, bad yes. cut. I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. For some reason, I don't I'm, know why I'm I was thinking you guys... that you were talking about Fargus' son because I saw all his shit on on IG. Oh yeah, he he fought too, man. Uh, 
shout out to him. That that kid's gonna be a look? good, good fighter. He looked he looked good. He, I mean he Yeah. He looked like his dad. <laughs> wow, that's what's up. Just I can't wait to watch that. But uh um yeah, I was just uh I was just shocked about that uh that the doctor let that fight keep going. I know there was thirty seconds, but man, that was a horrible cut on Vargas. Um when doesn't Vargas bleed? Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh the and uh Let's see here. Uh, Charlo, man. I mean, he did what he had to do. I was hoping he'd get the knockout. Um, obviously, the, here's the thing about him. He keeps calling out Canelo, when, but he keeps telling him he has to come down. Like, you're not the superstar. Canelo is. He's not going to go down for you. And uh, that's the only issue I have with Charlo. Other than that, I mean, he's a good fighter. I'd love to see him against Golovkin. I love to see him get a decent, you know, uh, a decent win with somebody. Um, other than that, let's see. I saw the all access. Those fights are that I'm excited for that now. I'm really excited for that with uh, Gervonta Davis, and I'm excited about Casimero and, and Nonito Donaire. That's gonna be a fun fight, man. Very. But uh, that's my call. Who who you got in that fight, real quick? Um, I haven't seen enough of Scotty Metal, so I, 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 I'm, I might, I'm leaning towards Donaire right now. Understandable. All right, champ. But, man, yeah. Man, thanks for calling in. Uh, thanks for Mario, the call, champ. Uh, that's not Was mad, somebody man. jumped on? Yeah. Get the 336? Yeah. Got you. Um, real quick. If you want to ask Jermaine Franklin, heavyweight Jermaine Franklin, a question, you can do so by joining our Patreon page and uh, dropping him a question. I think we're having him on the show tomorrow. Let me confirm with the co-producer. But I'm pretty sure we're we're having Franklin on tomorrow morning. And we got a few guests on Tuesday. We got actually two guests on Tuesday. Let me see here. You, you said who's tomorrow? Oh, you haven't confirmed. I'm sorry. So, Brandon reminded me that I might be in Atlanta on Wednesday. So, there goes... Oh, shit. There goes the whole border boards. But, yeah, I can do it from over there. I think the it'll be obviously wide. that laptop? Yeah. So, tomorrow we got Jermaine Franklin, heavyweight Jermaine Franklin on at 9.30 a.m. So, if you want to ask him a question, go ahead and click the link in the live chat and ask him a question or go to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice and look for the Jermaine Franklin posts. Um, also, what else we got? We got lefty. We, had a couple. we got lefty uh, who I was telling you about. He'll be on Tuesday and we'll also have Xavier Miller Dillian White's fighter trainer um, has a new female fighter that we're gonna have on the show on Tuesday. So, yeah, man, we got a couple of interviews scheduled for you. <clears throat> Plus, if all goes well, I should be going to um, Atlanta and we can ask Tank and Barrios and everybody on the undercard some questions. Everybody. Everybody. 
And then we'll be in Atlanta also July 31st. So, yeah. I think we got Rod in North Carolina. Talk to us. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What up, brother? What up? Good, 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 good fight, good fight last night. But of course, the uh, Charlo fight was the one that was the most interesting. Um, I just, I thought, I thought his jab actually kept him in the fight. I thought his jab was actually pretty good to me. Um, I just think if Montel would have went to the body a little bit more, because from the talk, talking to, to the, the receiver, round, champ, talking to the receiver, we're losing you. Okay, okay. from the eighth round to the twelfth round, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, you sound good. Yeah, from the from the eighth round to the twelfth round, I thought Montel was if he would have went to the body more, he would have been way more successful because I thought Charlo got a little gas, and I thought the left hook to the body hurt him every time. Every time he hit him to the body, the uppercut was there. And you know, we're talking about these super fights, Charlo approaching, and these guys that we calling out, Triple G's, the Canelos, the Benavides, the Andre, these guys can left hook to the body very, very well. Yeah. And they're going to be reentering. Yes, sir. He can, he can, you know, I don't know if y'all watched that fight closer, but I thought he was very vulnerable to the left hook to the body. Anytime Montel threw it, Double, it was I, dead. I said, I thought it, it, I said it when I, we was talking. I said uh, he doubled it on him a few times. When he doubled it yeah. from downstairs to upstairs, he had more success. And he didn't look as strong on the inside, you know, typically. You know, if you're fighting, if you can fight him on the inside, it look like he might have to work on the inside game a little bit. So I thought his jab kept him in the fight, me. You know, it's a good thing he did have a good jab and, and he was using it. Because I thought that really, really helped him out. That's my call. Well, all right, brother. Thank you for calling in. And uh, if you're on Blog Talk, don't forget to hit the numero uno so we can go to you. You got to hit that number one. We're going out to LV Slugger on Skype. What up? TBV, what up? What up? What's that? What up, man? Good good little weekend of fights, man. Uh, nice little weekend. Let me start off with the bullshit, man. I, I kind of figured Chavez Jr. was going to take an L, man, leading up to the fight. You know what I'm saying? We can't. We got to stop expecting stuff from him. I know he was the boxer and Silver coming from USC, but, yeah, man, that's just what it is with Chavez Jr., man. He ain't committed. But uh, I feel like feed him the belonger, man. Go on feed Bizarre. I mean, Chavez Jr. the belonger or David Morrell. That's a common opponent with Canelo, so. You know, we always talking about Belonga Canelo one day, so I think it's Chavez Jr. Put him in there with Belonga to see how he do, see how long he lasts till he quit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with they gave Rosado doing what he did this weekend. I'm not sure. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him with Rosado, but you know what I'm saying? I think he, Belong I mean, not Rosado, but uh, Belonga. But uh, I think he might need a couple more fights, one or two, till he get in there with a Rosado, man. Rosado looked good this weekend. He timed it real good, and he was able to knock Buddy out, man. But, yeah, he definitely did his thing this weekend. I was the knockout the weekend. Uh, a new way growing on me. You know what I'm saying? I know they ain't the opponent, you know, just the – but, man, he got that pop, man. That man knocking dudes out, he getting dudes up out of there. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Donaire rematch since he got he got that belt. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't mind seeing that again. And the uh, fight of the weekend to me, man, that Charlo uh, Montiel, man, he was a very entertaining fight. 
you know, they gave us a show. You know, Montiel showed that true Mexican warrior came to fight with not trying to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? He gave Jamal, Jamal a good fight, man. So, in his hometown. So, I'm pretty sure they enjoyed the fight, even though he dominated. You know what I'm saying? I did think he was going to probably get the stoppage, especially knowing that he lost to a, a McGee already. But, uh, yeah, it was very entertaining, man. I wouldn't mind seeing Montiel back in up with somebody. But uh, with Charlo, man, I wouldn't mind. But with Triple G and Marauder, since they keep saying that fight supposed to go down, go ahead and hop on that Andrade, man. I feel like a Charlo Andrade, they can build their own, like they can just build their own lane together, man. Just get in there. I could probably see the first fight being a draw, or it could be a second fight, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, Charlo Andrade, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I feel like they can do their own thing and eventually, you know what I'm saying, get the uh, Triple G Marauder winner. You know what I'm saying? The middleweight division is well-known in boxing. And I feel like them top names, them champions, man, they got to get in there to get that division back jumping, man. But uh, definitely a good weekend of boxing. And uh, I can't wait for this Tank Barrios undercard look good. I definitely would be in the building, man. I can't wait. But, yeah, man, y'all keep doing your thing. Good show. All right. Man, everybody going with Donaire already. Like, I don't want to be, like, a hipster douche and be like, oh, Casimir, because that's a good fight. It's a clean fight, but... Man, nobody's even said Casemiro win that fight. Like, my boy being slept people feel, on. People feeling that Donaire resurgence, man. You're right. You're right. And, you know, right real so. quick, I, I just want to throw in there. I'm thinking about this whole weekend, and I'm thinking about Chavez Jr. Y'all got to go back and listen to it, but I got it on my page. I had a bar in there. I said, you don't want it with this. Whose son is this? You look like a child that laced on his father's gloves. Let's see if Idris does as good as Chavez Jr. does. Uh. And I just think of how poetic <laughs> my lines are, man. Like, I, yeah, like I just had to throw Yo, that. Yo, that's man. dope, dog. That's fire, shit. But but think think what of the relevancy, that, though. Yeah, relevancy. word. You know what no, I'm saying? It's... it's just. But yeah, man. Oh, that's real, that's real shit. Real bars. Yo, uh, um, we got my Jimbe Boomerang. Hey, Ness. What up? Uh, um, quick question. Um, what was the reason that Rigo had to uh be pulled from from him, the fight with uh with Casemiro? Uh, I don't know. You gotta ask Mario. I mean, Brandon's Brandon was saying in the chat that. They're gonna freeze out. Uh, they're gonna freeze out anyway, and just make you know uh, Rigo fight the winner of Donaire Casamero. I but mean, it's I don't definitely know. something that can happen. Uh, you know, at those divisions, it's it doesn't work the same way like at welterweight, where it's like, oh, Earl Spence, you're saying you're the best, but there's a guy Crawford over here. Oh, Crawford, you're pound for pound. Oh, well, there's a guy named Earl Spence. It's not like that because. You know, they don't have the same traction. So I could theoretically see them trying to do that. But to me, they're going the opposite direction. You wanted to build Casemiro Rigondi out to fight the now perceived resurged Donaire. On the other side, you have Casemiro Donaire fight to get to Rigondi I mean, I guess you can sell the fact that Donaire Rigondi is a rematch. Yeah, I guess it could work. Never mind. Yeah, and uh, one more thing. So everybody was is talking about Boo Boo. Uh, you know that it wasn't that he has a better chance of beating Charlo, but Charlo just whitewashed this guy. Twelve rounds, nothing. 
Boo Boo went life and death in his like in his last fight. There's no way. I, I don't know. I just I just don't see any way that that Boo Boo beat uh, uh, beat Charlo. I just don't. I mean, uh, but yeah, great great show, guys. Yeah, and and by the way, Coppinger did report actually that Rigandiao, uh, because I don't know what exactly the reason is, other than they came to Rigandiao and said, "Step aside, let Casimiro and Donaire fight in a unified in, for the unification, and then fight the winner." So that is the what they've you know come to him with as an idea. But again, I, I think all this is based off the idea that they didn't think Donaire was going to win that fight. And the fact that he won it, the fact that he won it and gained the popularity of so many fans out there that believe in him again, they're just trying to, they're trying to take advantage of that, you know, and, and that's what you got to do. You got to strike while the iron is hot. You know, the best thing about boxing compared to, you know, uh, NFL and NBA is that they have schedules, you know, you have to wait for a certain game and then does it mean the same after all those other games? Like, but with boxing, you can strike while the iron is hot. And that's what, uh, PBC is doing. They're striking while the iron is hot and, 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 you know, definitely applaud them. They better not throw Rigo in the mix. That, that wouldn't be reasonable. You know, Rigo yeah. hasn't created enough momentum. Although, you know, the, the, the skill matchup and all of that, you know, it makes sense for boxing fans. But in terms of the excitement and, and you know, that steals Donaire's momentum. You know what I'm saying? I don't Good think point. that's reasonable marketing-wise. He shouldn't want to give that up. I'll, I'd be looking at like a fight with Rigo when I'm done. You know, if, <laughs> if that's his position yeah. and he can make those other fights. Yes. Yes. Well said. Great point. You're absolutely right. And for him to beat Casemiro at that point with that momentum, you know, what does Donaire represent for him? But yeah, I just don't get why they took Don uh, Nonito. I mean, um, Rigondeaux. Yeah, why Rigo was taken out? Yeah. But anyway, uh, that is all. Up, uh, James. What's up, Benitez? How are you? Yo, Ness. You hear me? I hear you. Hey, man. Happy. I mean, happy Father's Day to all you guys, man. Appreciate you know, it. much appreciated Thanks, for taking time out of your day to give a show like this on this special day. So we appreciate that. Also, Mario, I know I gave you a lot of shit before the show kid fight. So I will just like to say to you now, hey, salute. Congratulations. You did your thing, man. You know, I'm proud of you that you bounced back like that. Thanks, Jam. Appreciate it, man. No problem. Also, I would like to say, Mario, man, um, when you was doing your uh your midget minute or whatever, man, when you answered my question about the Stephen Fulton and the um Inaway fight, man, talking about those low cla uh low weight class fighters, man, that's needed, man. Because I was writing Definitely. down a lot of fighters, man, that I'm gonna take some time just to go ahead and try to check out during the week, man. So we well, I think we need more of that kind of insight, man. For sure. Mario did one episode of that. He needs <laughs> he needs to get back on point with that, man. He needs to get back on point with that. Man, also, man. So, so y'all gonna be in Decatur next month, man. So, yep. okay, yep. yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be in, I'll definitely be in the city, then. So, um, oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, man. I'm right, I'm right down the road from Glenwood, man. So, I'll definitely, um, reach out to y'all and see what y'all doing for, um, for the nightlife or whatever. You know, let me know if y'all trying to be on the east side or where. All right. That's I mean, we don't know what's the east or the west, but I well, well, is the east. Everything, you know, everything past Moreland to downtown Atlanta, that's considered like the west side. 
So, yeah, we got you. But other than that, man, um, I think the only reason why I'm pissed off at Charlo, man, he should have gave a better performance, man, being a minus 3,000, man, on the betting lines, man. He's supposed to whitewash dude, man. I mean, but, but dude, dude, the dude didn't dude's tough, around, right? Uh, did dude's you give tough. the dude they around? Gave, they gave him two. I mean, they, did you? <laughs> nah, nah, man. I ain't, I ain't giving no, I ain't giving no round, man. But even still, though, man, it shouldn't have been that tough a performance, though. You know, broke hand, whatever, man. We see what Devin Haney did with the with a broke hand. He got down twelve old the motherfucker convincingly. Hey, man, I mean, you know, that dude wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Gamboa either in terms of, like, the age and just where he's at. But Gamboa was still considered a better better fighter than Montiel. I mean, accomplishments, but where's he at? Man, all right. You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that, Ness. Other than that, man, hey, man, just keep on speaking these fights to existence, man. You know, because all the boxing community is listening. And, man, thank y'all for the great content. I mean, content, man. Y'all have a beautiful weekend, man. You too, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the kind words. That Appreciate is you, all the callers. So, that's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to catch us tomorrow morning for another episode. And remember to head on over to Patreon for uh, you can, so you can drop questions for Matthew Lefty Guns Gonzalez, Jermaine Franklin in the heavyweight division. Uh, obviously, you can put in your topic or suggestion for Border Wars matchups or topics for Wednesday. And tomorrow is Untitled. You can go ahead and drop your topic or suggestion for Untitled. Yeah, and that's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us tomorrow, guys. Yo, at Mario Mugi on Twitter, at Mario Mugi on Instagram. Peace. King Amina Vesics on Instagram, King Amina Vesics on uh, YouTube. Peace.